Yeah. What a great way to intro back Yeah, in. buddy. The sweet <laughs> sounds of the dude cast. Oh my god. Ladies and gentlemen. The yes. dulcet tones of Slam's diaphragm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, believe it or not, everybody, we... Believe uh, it or not, we're doing the, the cast... cast. You really <laughs> thought that we weren't ever gonna? Yeah, I kind of thought we weren't ever gonna. Uh, yeah, I know. It didn't feel like do it. Do you realize um, our last episode was August 8th? I do. I just listened to it. Jesus. Yeah. That's a really long time ago. It sure is. Um, yeah. Uh, so, hello, everybody. I guess this is the the best way we can introduce this. No, we are not stopping to do... We're not quitting the dude cast. No. It is not getting uh, put on hold for indefinitely... Um, the dude cast lives. Yes, it does. We are here. We are going to do it. And uh, we decided that post-election mm-hmm. is as good a time as any for us to uh, resume our doodly duties. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> our doodly duties. Doodly. Doodly. Our doodly doodly doodlies. Our toodly teedlies. Um, our toodly teedlies. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, we, we decided now is as good a time as ever to come back and resume the dude cast. We know yeah. this year has been a little funky with everything that's gone on with coronavirus and yeah. the election and just uh, everything. I got a new job and everybody's been stressed and mm-hmm. like it's been hellacious. And, yep, and there's that giant. There's that giant in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> yeah, Philip, the Phillip, lonely giant. The lonely giant. Um, <laughs> You know, just it's terrorizing everybody. Everybody, yeah. it's been horrible. Mm-hmm. Well, it's been it's been a bit better now that like the cruise lines aren't operating. It's <laughs> been, uh, yeah, it's me. <laughs> it just it's, I miss doing this a lot. We all miss yeah. doing it. It's uh, it's like now is the the winter of our discontent. It was the time to. Um, I don't know why I said that. <laughs> I was like, where is he going with this? <laughs> it, it seemed like the correct time to yeah. uh, come back. Uh-huh. We are, for those of you, what day is today? It is Wednesday. The, my dudes. Wednesday the 11th. The 11th? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we are... 11-11, um, make a wish. Make a wish, bitch. <laughs> we are... Wish it weren't so fucking awkward, bud. Ah, nice. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's eleven uh, eleven. We are a couple day, a week, right? Post election, a week and a day. Post election, post election, week and a day. Post election. <sighs> yeah, and uh, it's still not finished. Yeah, right. <laughs> the uh, thing is, it's never finished. Technically, we just all usually agree. Okay, we have enough data right. to like move on. We right. can call it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but so, as as far as anyone with a brain is concerned, it's over. Yes. Yeah, it's done. It's. It, I mean, we gotta. I think, and I think everybody knows it at this point. President whether they're agreeing or not. Joseph Biden. Joseph R. Biden. Junior. Junior. Is he a junior? He's a junior. He is a junior. Yeah. So it seemed like a, a really good time junior. for us to come back and do this. Yeah. Um. After a year of like constant disruption, anguish, isolation, and alcoholism. Oh, God. <laughs> it feels like a really good time <laughs> to... I, I kind of feel like this is a reboot. Like, I've been casting this as a reboot. It is a head. reboot. Yeah, it kind of is because we're... Well, I mean, we're two months removed, and then before that, it was a, a month before that. I mean, like, we we kind of paused, like, as this thing was happening in March. You can ask me the matches. Yeah. It's just not sir. as much fun online, on Discord, or whatever. It's just not as much fun. No, it's nah. an in-person thing, and we've been trying to be cautious, all of us, and, yeah. you know, it's... Um, and now that Joe Biden is president, the coronavirus is dead. Yeah, right. right Racism right. is fixed. Yep. yep. Everything's cool. <laughs> All hail our new liberal god. And <laughs> Joseph R. Biden. Who would who would even think to be super stoked about Joe Biden? But here we are. I know. Yeah. I'm, I'm more just stoked that Trump's out of the White House. Yeah, or right. We'll, or will be in January. More yeah. than anything. It's really that. It's, the, it's like stoked on what we don't have 
on what we don't have to deal with in the White House. Right. Which is oh. legitimate as anything. You know, when uh, when Trump's inauguration happened in uh, 2017, I got this little picture of like I was watching it on my work screen at, at work and I stood this. You good? Yeah, I, I got a little bit of uh, <laughs> tobacco, tobacco in the, under my tongue. Ooh, um, um, you, gotta, you know what you got to do? You got to rinse that down with an IPA. There you go. Um, yeah, so I took a picture of like a figurine of Tyrion Lannister holding two lightsabers. <laughs> and I stood it up in front of the screen like he was facing the inauguration podium. And I took this really low angle shot. And I kind of want to revisit that now. Or at least, you know, put it side by side with the, you know, the inauguration that happens in January. Yeah, it's. Um, you want me to get that for you? No, I got that it. Match. I'm just I'm just. That match is just being a pain in the ass. They're those green eco matches. Yeah, I know. Uh, That's the first thing I grabbed. Mm. Um, yeah, so this is um, this is going to be a little weird, I think. Yeah. I also think it's going to run a little long because. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're we're going to be talking about like everything. Yeah, we haven't we haven't uh, we haven't done this in a while. So I think we all have a lot we got to get out. Yeah. Um, also, as such, we um, we're not going to have a host in the traditional sense. It's going to be a little bit different of a podcast. Oh, that reminds me. Than what we normally do. I invented something so that we all feel safe today. Oh, what's that? I forgot. I have to bring it out. I actually oh, shit. I wanted to surprise you guys. I've been doing a little inventing lately. This is a three-dude <laughs> reveal. Yeah, it sure is. It's the new Better McDouble. Inventing. Yep, so I thought just to keep the air nice and filtered while we're down here. Oh, shit. <laughs> I, built this, I built this handy filtration device. Oh, it's perfect. With a friendly <laughs> robot on it. <laughs> Hold on. I can't I can only see part of this right. thing. So let me just get out of your way here. Oh, it's perfect. See, the goal is that the air goes in here in this pipe at the top. I see. Yeah. And then this friendly robot cleans it all. Oh. <laughs> and actually that's super friendly. Let me just turn it on here. Let me uh, let me get a picture of that for the grim. There we go. And you'll just feel nice clean air just blowing out. There we go. And it's all super safe. Perfect. Oh wait, there there is something inside there. Yeah. You uh. see, see, it's uh, blowing a little air out here. This is nice, clean air. Okay. It takes in this shitty air over here. Okay. And then we're all fine and safe and everything's fine. Did you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like the box is just like packed with sponges and like bleach. <laughs> oh, so that's it, how it, should, works. it should probably be fine. They do the same thing with the oceans now. Yeah, right. Just <laughs> fill the oceans with yeah, sponges, with sponges and, bleach. And, and bleach. Yeah. And oil. Yeah. Yes. And if you have any doubt, by the way, that this is safe, just remember the robot is smiling. I can see that. Yeah. Right. So that's how you know it's good. Oh, right. That's how we got Trump elected. Yeah. Because <laughs> he was smiling. Huh? <laughs> what? what? Has, he, has he ever really smiled or is it more of like a grimace and a wince? I think it's, yeah, it's, it's not really It's more of a grimace, yeah. I think I think smiling physically hurts him. Yeah. yeah. I think this thing's kind of loud. Just, that's more of a Ronald McDonald. Just like love. <laughs> you don't want, you don't want as much of a grimace. <laughs> this All is right. kind of loud, so I'm going to turn it off, yeah. but I'll, I'll filter the air later. Yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah, just, right. You know, uh, just so we know that it's safe. I just wanted you guys to feel, you know, comfortable and safe down here. What can we call him? Um, I don't know. Reggie? Didn't even think of that. Let's call him Reggie the friendly COVID filter robot. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Reggie, he's, again, did I mention he's smiling? I can see it. Yes. Good, yeah. Yeah, he looks like one of those, uh, one of those... Uh, one of those big penis-shaped hills in the background in Super Mario World. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he does that. He does. <laughs> He's the exact same face they do. <laughs> anyway, a <you> penis. <laughs> it's, it's, I had a, a lot of time to you know invent stuff while we haven't been doing the dude cast. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, what else are you going to do with your time? Something <laughs> constructive? No, God. Well, I mean, 
I did. Oh. I built a robot to keep us you all safe. You literally constructed something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you ungrateful fuck. His, I built his, his I name it. is Reggie and he is my son. It, it beats <laughs> drinking and masturbating, but not by much. Not by much. Not no. by a lot. No, yeah. not by a lot. <laughs> oh boy, there's been a lot of that. <laughs> <laughs> I think just for everybody. Yeah, it's been. Yeah. A lot of jerking off. A lot of drinking. jerking off and drinking. Yeah, it's been most of my time. That's the first it's been on the podcast. I know, in a, in a long time. Pornhub's been uh, just loving this whole thing. Oh, I, I'm I sure imagine. they have. Yeah, I, remember, I remember like a few months ago, they, they had like a. They, they, if you like signed up, they were giving away like a premium, yeah, free premium for like a week or two or so. Oh, I got it for three months <laughs> to encourage people to stay indoors yep. when everyone everything was locked down. Yeah, that's just patriotic, if you ask me. Yeah, that's just doing you know service to your country by encouraging them to stay indoors and crank one out. Yeah, yeah. amen. That's the American way. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's as such. I, I think uh, we started on this tangent. We're not going to have a host. No, not really. The same way that nah. we normally do. This is kind of a soft reboot for the Dudecast. Mm-hmm. Yes, we are still in season four. Yes, it is season four, episode 14. It sure is. Yes, we are planning on doing more of these in the future. No, we are not going away. It's going to be a really short best of this year, though. It is going to be. I, I thought, I, I don't <laughs> know if we should like wait on the best of or, or what, should we, what we should do. But I don't know. I don't know. We have to figure all this stuff Maybe out. Maybe we do something different this year for the best of. Maybe. Mm. We sit around and talk about what would have been funny if we'd got together. <laughs> talk. Yeah, right. Oh, God. <laughs> it's, just, it's so strange. It's like. Uh, yeah, it's bizarre. Even doing this feels strange. It feels good, but it feels strange because it's just. Yeah. Like we're out of the loop. So much. Uh, so much is, is changed. And that's going to fall in line with our topic when we get to it later. Yes, it is. Um, but I guess we should start with what we normally start with and give the people what they want. Uh, <laughs> uh, why are we smoke? Smoking and drinking. It's a little late. It's right. <laughs> Just right. missed my cue. Uh, I am smoking the Aging Room Quattro, which you uh, uh, pretentious douches might know is <laughs> Cigar Aficionado Cigar of the Year last year. Can I see the cutter? Oh, Thank oh, you. I'm sorry. Oh. You're good. Uh, what am I smoking, Chris? The same thing I'm smoking. Oh. I had, I had two of them in the humidor. Ben's smoking a standard Perla, although I got you the dark wrap. Yeah, the Maduro wrap, which is... Which is it tastes good. Tastes mm-hmm. fine. Tastes fine to me. Yeah, I haven't gotten stronger. to the uh, center yet. Yeah. Just having a cigar. It's so damn nice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to torch light this. I don't care. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and I'm, mm. I'm drinking uh, Goose Island IPA out of, yeah. sh- out of Chicago. Shitty Miller Lite, mm-hmm. as, as per usual. <laughs> I think this is the one that's mm. from Chicago, isn't it? Maybe it's not. Mm. Mm. Ooh, this is already very good. Mm. I like it. <laughs> mm. But yeah, we are uh, we are fucked, gentlemen. Are we not? <laughs> We're still kind of fucked. We're kind of fucked, but there's there's some light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, uh, uh, Pfizer's got that uh, that vaccine. That's. Mm. Uh, I wonder what's going to happen with that. So I I saw an interesting thread on Twitter uh, explaining how it works. Okay. It does not contain remnants of the like dead husks of the virus as vaccines typically yeah do. Um, instead, it contains uh, it 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 has something to do with like uh, something called a spike protein that is unique to COVID nineteen. Uh, oh okay. Like like a spike protein itself is not unique, but but this particular protein 
So by that, you mean like because it's like a bubble with a bunch of little spiky things coming off of it. It's like a protein sequence that appears in those spikes. And that's I unique to COVID. I don't know what that means. I don't uh. I don't know what spike protein means, but but essentially um, it's it's artificially constructed in a lab, yes. in a lab environment. It simulates and the RNA sequence of COVID, correct? Yeah. OK, so so it basically it basically uh you start building antibodies to that thing, to, to that protein specifically. And it, it does something to like, uh, yeah, like it, like your DNA will, you know, reproduce those instructions and, and build antibodies to fight mm-hmm. that protein, which in turn will fight off coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, in most cases, it's like 90 percent effective, they said. 90 percent. Yeah, I, I imagine they want to get that number much higher before sure. they that, before they. That's mostly how coronaviruses work, right, is those spikes latch onto stuff and start fucking with other cells. Correct. So if you can yeah. if you can deal with whatever the external parts of the virus are that actually do the infection of other cells, mm. in theory, you know, it doesn't matter that the the you know virus contains whatever damaging DNA or whatever it does because it, it can't get in. Mm. Right. That makes sense to me. Yeah. I am after all the scientists that built that box <laughs> over there. That's right. <laughs> I kind of think I know Please. what I'm talking about. Reggie. <laughs> right. Yes, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to dehumanize my robot um, son. But then but then apart from that, uh, you know, by by January 20th, we're going to have Joe Biden in the White House. Yeah. Yep. There's light at the end of the tunnel in a couple of ways. And, and uh, I don't know. We just got to be diligent until then. I we, think I think if you take party politics out of it, it's just exciting to have someone who's. A little more of an adult. Just someone. Okay, you know so, what? I'm going to say this. Someone, someone co- boring a little bit. Co- someone yeah. a little boring. Yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. I will take someone a little boring. Yeah. Absolutely. Maybe so, that's just the Midwesterner in me. Yeah. I mean, hell, we, we elected Calvin Coolidge. You that's can't get right. more boring yeah. than that. Right. <laughs> well, he does have cool in his name, so. Pretty. <laughs> pretty. 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 Cool. <laughs> um, Calvin Coolidge. And it's it's also been fun. <laughs> Thumbs up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and it's also been bringing me a lot of joy uh, keeping yeah. up with the, uh, the amount of coping mm-hmm. that yeah. the MAGA crowd is doing. I, th- th- I think I'm some level there's like a complete just I don't I don't even know if they know or care what's actually happening. No. No, of course they never have. I think they, the they wouldn't have just voted keep for Donald going, Trump. Like it's gonna be like it's gonna be like people at a big party and then they suddenly realize they're like the last three people there. Right. And they're like, oh shit, I guess I should have yeah. gone home. This party's over. Yeah, and again, it's it's more the like like the fanatical ones. I think I think most like next door neighbor Republicans uh who mm-hmm. just, you know, habitually vote for Trump because right. it they're or habitually vote Republican because they've been doing all their lives. Right. You know, they're not they're not going to be out there, you know, saying, you know, it's a massive conspiracy. Biden, the Democrats stole the election. Yeah. Right. Um, but for those at least you hope not. I hope not. But for those fanatics, uh, it's been fun watching them completely melt down yeah. online. And it's hysterical. Um, I remember I remember one post talking about how like, oh, oh, isn't it convenient that, you know, after they call the election for Biden, that suddenly uh, a vaccine uh, appears on the horizon. Like, dude, your candidate was the one who, who said, said that, that it was, it was around happen. the corner. Right, exactly. yeah, right. 
Yeah, like, everybody forgot that. And like, even Trump said, like, hey, we're close to doing it. And they've been talking about it for months. It's not a surprise. Yeah. We've I mean, been, we've been working on this forever. It just got here slightly too late. Yeah, right. Just slightly too late to make him look good. Right. <laughs> um, Can, I'm sure that was on purpose. The other thing is, like, Pfizer, if I understand correctly, uh, among all the different vaccine programs that they're working on, Pfizer's is not government funded. Correct. It, it is not. Right? Um, so we have another. I mean, part of like what makes Operation Warp Speed. What a great name, honestly. <laughs> no, <laughs> no got to give it to yeah. him. That's a great name. Now, Trump and Pence have tried to claim credit for what Pfizer is doing. Of course. At, and Pfizer said, no, we, we didn't get any money from you guys. Yeah. Yeah. You did not help <laughs> us get here and right. you are not taking our credit now. Listen, I, I can tell you firsthand that, the, you know, the government just, you know, peanut butters up the cogs in the wheel. <laughs> If you're looking to get something done fast, do not look to the United States government to have it done. Mike Pence yeah. personally carries a jar of creamy <laughs> peanut butter and just rubs it yeah. on stuff all the time. Yep. Just to cog up the wheels. Yeah. Yeah. When Biden gets into the White House, he's going to find everything covered in peanut butter. <laughs> what, uh, what the what the fuck? Uh, you, what do we got here? Yeah, Kamala, we got... Uh, now what I'm saying, when I remember when I was uh, when I was a youngin, we had peanut butter. You know, we used to be able to you get it uh, you get it out of a vending machine, and <laughs> <laughs> you get peanut butter in a pouch. Yeah, you get it. You get it. You get it in a pouch. pouch. And I tell my friend, I'd say, "Hey, Jackson, we got uh, you know we got to get this peanut butter out before all the pretty girls come through and <laughs> trade you this peanut butter for your uh, for your uh, uh, your uh, <laughs> what Hank Aaron rookie card? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, right. We're gonna, have to, we're gonna have to work on our bike. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. Right? Yeah, it's oh, gonna man. need a lot of work. The no, we the can't Trump, do Trump. Trump is gonna be gone. It was so we had it so <laughs> right by the end. Yeah, right. It was. We good. were doing so good. We were doing uh, so good. No it was spot done, on. No one's done as good as this. No one has talked about as good as. Uh, as no matter I, what they're telling you, and I believe me, I've read it all. Listen, I've seen folks, everything. I know. The Trump impression was. Top notch. Top notch. The Biden impression, loser. Huge loser, the Biden impression. Huge loser. Uh, everyone saw it. And everyone saw it. I was the first one who pointed out how bad it was. <laughs> and Joe Biden and his weird friends with names like Corn Pop. And I'm like, what are you talking about? As, uh, Corn Pop was, uh, was, a good, was a good friend of mine. And, uh, Corn Pop was a, a bad guy, wasn't he? Yeah, Corn Pop, he, but he was a good friend and, you know... <laughs> You know, he used to proposition me for sex in the bathroom, and I would, I would tell him. Now, look, as as me and my buddies used to say, Jack Spratt could eat no fat, and that's why he jumped over the candlestick. <laughs> you get me? And this is true, folks. <laughs> I feel like that's more Yogi Berra. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, we're going to have to work on our Biden, but we got four years to do it. We sure do. Yeah. Ah, at yeah. least I'm really going to miss the Trump impression, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got to put it. We got to put oh. it. It's up there with like uh, McDouble watch and smoking and drinking. We got to put it to bed. <laughs> yeah. It's a three well, minutes retiree at this point. Don't don't worry. He's he's not going out of the public eye anytime soon. He will there's going to the fuck there's going to be book deals. He's going to he's going to be on. Uh, mm -hmm. He's going to start like a fucking radio show or something. The Apprentice is going to open back up. Yeah. It'll, it'll, God, I hope not. <laughs> I know. It, best absolute best case scenario. Uh, the New York Attorney General finally fucking nails him and he goes to jail yeah. and gets nailed there too. That's what they're waiting for, man, is, you know, being the president has certain perks, one of which is that they won't throw you in irons immediately. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, Even though, like, it's contested whether or not they can actually sue the president. Yeah. People yeah. do not... 
people do not get away with doing it. Yeah, it's not it's not something we have to wait and see. I, and again, I doubt that that's actually going to happen because I just don't mm. see it. Hey, you've said before, and I think you're right. Rich people, man. Rich people don't get justice the same way that yeah. we get justice. Or even people that, you know, pretend to be rich right. and, ha- and have to sucker half the country in order to get any money. I think you get one rich fucker every, like, mm-hmm. five years or so, maybe. Mm-hmm. Well, we got well, Ep- Epstein and Weinstein. They're uh, usually Cosby. people. They're, they're usually people. Someone else pointed this out to me recently is that piss off other rich people. Yeah. Who's, who said that? I can't remember. Hmm. It's but it's true. like when you piss off other rich, like like Bernie fucking Madoff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Would never, ever have gone to jail if he was swindling people with no money. Yep. But he swindled people with a lot of money. Right. <laughs> that was the offense in the system. Right. Same thing with, uh, you know, uh, Jordan Belfort, Wolf of Wall Street. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until the uh, hey, those penny stocks were no problem. Right. Yeah. He didn't have a problem mm. until he started swindling, you know, high dollar donors uh, right. into, uh, you know, pink sheet stocks that the FEC started, you know, looking at him. Whoops. <laughs> you, you good, bud? <laughs> this is really good, by the way. Accidentally inhaled that. Pro tip, cool. pro tip check out the Aging Room Quattro if Did you're you a cigar protein? smoker. Protein. <laughs> get some protein. Get some protein, bro. Um, oh, my God. You, are you good? I think it just severely damaged my throat. <laughs> yeah, this is a strong smoke, but it's pretty good. Um, so are we fucked? I mean, I guess we have to pose that. Like, this isn't, you know. We're is still little, fucked. This, we're still fucked, but we got to think of... I'm I'm fucked for a like supremely uh, hashtag humble brag reason. I'm, fu- <laughs> I'm fucked because like none of my clothes fit anymore, dude. <laughs> gotta say, I noticed it again today and more so when I saw you. Yeah. I, I lost uh, sixty five pounds in like four months. Wow, Holy was what? it sixty five pounds? Sixty five pounds. No last shit. I checked. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'm almost in the two sixties, uh, down from three thirty. So <laughs> that was good. <laughs> I'm just going to start throwing things over my shoulder. Now. Um, yeah, it's, you know, it turns out if you beat your body up by, you know, torturing it every day for yeah, right. several months, you. <laughs> and also you have the post office. Yeah, right. Yes. <laughs> and on the end, the other upside, of course, is that like. You're doing this for money. Yeah. You're getting paid to do that. I am getting paid very well to do You're that. getting paid very well to do that. Um, yeah, it's it's exhausting work. But, you know, if you have enough uh, alcohol and really decent marijuana, you can get through <laughs> anything. Um, what do you listen to? When I'm smoking marijuana? Yeah, <laughs> yeah what's your weed playlist? Um, oh, God, all sorts of shit. <laughs> no, I mean, like when you're walking. What do, you, what do you got on? I don't actually. I usually uh, I usually don't have. We're not really supposed to have headphones on. Obviously, people break that rule all the time. But I yeah. I haven't uh, really. The dudes yeah. at my complex, uh, at our complex, yeah, well, uh, definitely wear headphones. headphones. Yeah, all the uh, time. I've seen I've seen mailmen carry around like a little sure. radio. Yeah, for sure. So they don't mm-hmm. have earbuds in, but they still have something to listen to. I've put podcasts on before. Yeah, um, you know, just carrying around in my pocket. I've put uh, just oh. listen to Halloween sounds of people <laughs> screaming. <laughs> <laughs> um, Thunder calms me down. <laughs> um, uh, no, you know, just uh, I've sports. I've had I had hockey on the NHL radio was on. Mm. When, you know, when we were in hockey season, I walked around with that for a little football seasons on. So uh, actually, uh, on Sundays when we do del- uh, like uh, just package deliveries, it's really nice because I can listen to the Browns game on the radio when I'm doing my deliveries. That's really nice. Yeah, to this listen sounds- to the Browns. It is. Yeah, it sure is. <laughs> it's, a whole, it's a whole lot better than seeing them. Yeah. Oh, oh God. Um, 
Yeah, I, I guess most of this sounds very unfucked, but a, a bunch of my clothes that I just bought don't fit now. That, dude, that definitely sucks, so. and also you should give them to me. <laughs> <laughs> I have a shitload if you want any. I'll bring them over. I also just bought a bunch of shirts. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. it's uh, it's it's weird. It's weird. Uh, you feeling kind of like uh, just just baggy, I guess. Just yeah, real baggy. I, yeah, I'm kind of swimming around in everything. Pants, shirts. Um you know, it's a good thing because I feel like I, you know, my heart feels better, which is why I'm able to smoke more cigars, which I'm doing. Yeah. Um, that's the other thing is it's like it's upped on my intake of stuff that's not good for you because I feel better. So it's like, <laughs> ah, fuck it. Yeah, right. Um, so <laughs> getting that invincibility thing. Going. Right. Which is fine because I love cigars. But, uh, you know, you know, we're, can we talk about the boners? Can we talk? About, we can talk about the boners. Let's talk about the boners. Uh, boners. Top oh, notch boners. Top notch boner. I've had. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll show them how many boners the Joker can make. <laughs> Want to know how I got this boner? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just like a lot of cardio. Mm -hmm. This is a better boner. That's great. Turns out really good for your boners. <laughs> it's, it makes sense. If you're doing a lot of cardio all day, every day, uh, uh -huh. you know, turns out your sex drive improves dramatically. I took the dogs for a walk the other day, and half the reason was I was thinking about my boner. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> what? <laughs> uh. <laughs> like, sure. Yeah. Just uh, take a walk for the old boner. Yeah, that's right. Sure. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, it uh, turns out that's a, it's a really uh, it's a really good way to, uh, you know. Stay in shape. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a great way to stay in shape. Throw a little juicy to your sex life. Yeah. Um, yeah. Shout out to my wife. Exercise is good. <laughs> mm -hmm. Who knew? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I mean, the only thing I can think of, like, fuck-wise, I'm finally getting used to the, to the doing the, like, work. It's not now that the election over is over, especially it's not as mentally exhausting, although we're coming into Christmas. So it's going to be really rough for a while, mm. um, but it can't be as bad as, as all the election shit that we had to deal with. Which yeah. Was a huge pain in the fucking ass. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know exactly how much you're allowed to say about that. Maybe I don't want to get you. Yeah. I'm, I, we're going to kind of I, I got to put a halt on it. Yeah. You know, but, uh, you know, it's uh, it was exhausting. And uh, now that I'm kind of prepared for it and I know that there's a light at the end of the tunnel, I know my timetable to, you know, make regular and kind of get off the overtime list and just kind of, you know, mm -hmm. enjoy it a little bit more. Mm -hmm. It's not as bad. Um, so, yeah, I guess I'm not even really that fucked. This is weird, <laughs> man. This is going to be weird. This is going to be a strange episode because usually we're bitching about something at the beginning. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like I'm trying to find reasons I'm fucked and I don't feel especially fucked. And actually, one thing I want to talk about is I have developed a great relationship with my butcher shop over this time. Hey, period. that's great. Yeah. <laughs> they probably need it more now than ever. So oh, yeah. yeah. They've oh, been yeah. super good to me and they're back to making jerky again. Yeah. Which they stopped the meeting places like jerky. They stopped making when meat prices were like freaking ridiculous. Yeah. And mm. now they're back on this every other week cadence where they're doing meat sticks and then jerky. Yeah. So I have meat sticks and jerky in my life Hell again. Yeah. <laughs> I perfected a chili dog recipe, like a hot dog chili recipe that is like so good. Oh, nice. Um, uh, it makes me feel nice. Mm. And they like now they like know me there and they like, you know, I don't know. It's good to support some local business. Absolutely. Yeah. And they always have choice stuff whenever you go in. They're very helpful. Yeah, they do. They'll, they'll cut stuff for you specifically if you want it, which mm -hmm. is nice. I went in there. They cut me a nice long. I was trying to make tacos. Uh, and they cut me a nice big <laughs> thick slice of flank steak. Just waiting oh, yeah. for it. Yeah. Oh no. Oh no. Oh, I have actual oh, over how everything. Awkward. Oh no. 
Yeah, they, they, I mean, I, I got, uh, I have a bunch of stuff in the meeting place in the freezer right now. I have some beautiful short rib that's up there. Beautiful. Uh, that I'm going to be using for something. I don't know. Yeah. I have a rack of ribs. I got to, uh, <clears throat> probably going to use those tomorrow. That sounds nice. Yeah. I think I smoked like 14 racks of you ribs. You did. This you summer. did a lot of rib cooking. <laughs> a lot of rib cooking. Just tons of it. Yeah. It got to the point the people at work now, like, because, you know, you have a meeting and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm just outside by the smoker. And they're like, yeah. oh, you, again? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So now the next time that uh, we can finally have people come together and hang out in Akron. Come together. It's going to be a rib day. Right now. Over ribs. <laughs> He's got sex appeal. He's got 16 fingers. He's got rotten children. He's got Fuji apples. He's got, He's got sack of nickels. He's got bag of dog food. He's got some... Distemper, he's got chicken tenders, he's got bacon dressing, he's got faulty wires, he's got case of lupus, he's got. That's so stupid. Ben, are you fucked at all? Are any of us fucked? Is this like. N- not especially. Um, is this the weirdest opening ever? We've it's, never had a none of us yeah, fucked it's, intro. It's, it's weird. I, I, uh, there have been times when we have been less or more fucked. But yeah. This is certainly. Um, on the less column, I'll, I'll I'll say that television is fucked because Alex Trebek passed away. Yeah, yeah, that's sad. And that's uh, yeah. If I they mean, give that job to George Stephanopoulos, I, know. I will never ever watch Jeopardy. Yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be Ken Jennings. It has to. Yeah. They yeah they brought him on as the guest producer earlier this year. Right. Yeah. There there's no way it's not Ken Jennings. I'm sure I'm sure Trebek probably fingered him to do that i understand what that sounds like but i'm certain that trebek <laughs> fingered him <laughs> yeah i I'm mean when you of. when you just look at all the signals that the studio has been given off yeah it's got fingering written all oh, over yeah. it <laughs> trebek was elbow deep into ken jennings <laughs> when you see the two of them standing there together and you see that look in Ken Jennings' eye, He's like, you just know Alex Trebek I fingered f- him. I fingered that American pop culture. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> So anyway, yeah, I, I do really think uh, I do really think Ken Jennings is going to be the new host, yeah, uh, which so. is really exciting. It's only right. It is. I, know. I think keeping it in the Jeopardy family and you know, like in the Jeopardy fandom, yeah, you know, exactly. um, yeah, the thing is, like real Jeopardy fans got very excited about Ken Jennings. Sure. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think rooted for him. I could be wrong. I could be remembering this all wrong, but I feel like at the time, even people re- really mm-hmm. rooted for him and liked him. Yeah. And then you have the flip side of that where you have like Holtzauer or whatever his name yeah, was. Yeah, I didn't like who James just Holtzauer. like ran the board in this like very cynical way. Yeah. yeah. He had no personality. Ken Jennings had personality. Yeah. People like him. Yeah. Yeah. And they were still, Trebek was still asking him questions like way later than he needed to. Like Trebek basically knew everything about it by the time he was like well into it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah during those like that first commercial break where yeah. he, he talks to the contestants. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, and I mean, uh, you know, he won that uh, greatest of all time tournament. Yes, that, that wasn't too long ago, mm-hmm. yeah, um, which wasn't surprising. I mean, he was, right. you know, he had done so well, and everybody kind of remembered that fondly. I remember when he lost. That was like <laughs> I remember like the, the the pregnant pause and shock in the room when he lost that Jeopardy. Yeah, yeah. But he still walked away with what, like two and a half million or something like something that? absurd like yeah, that. Yeah, it was yeah. crazy. <laughs> um. Yeah, so uh, 
I, I mean, like Jeopardy, one of the things that like I really always love about Jeopardy is is that it's it really is like genuinely uh, so educational. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and and Trebek himself was always really, you know, just curious about everything and, and yeah. you know, about learning new stuff. Does, is it just me or like did the perception of Alex Trebek over the course of like the last 10 years get way, way more positive? It did. Yeah. Because everybody mm. kind of used to think he was snooty. I was among them. And there, <laughs> there was that, that like video evidence that he was a dick to people filming the commercial for yeah. the Jeopardy home game. And right. like people were just like, oh, yeah, Alex Trebek's just a dick. And like just took it as gospel that he was just a <laughs> dick. You know, it, it, it's one of those things that I think is forgivable because he's such a huge staple of American culture at this mm. point he's been on tv for 40 years yeah like not a lot of people like it's you like, know I don't, I don't even know if walter cronkite was on tv right, for as long exactly as yeah, he, he, like he just you invited him into your home every day and mm-hmm. like hey you know even when i was a literally kid, grandma would record jeopardy when dvr came out for the first time mm-hmm. we had just she had jeopardy all over that thing so she would just watch old <laughs> episodes of jeopardy and she would know all the answers too so i mean i don't know when you're playing jeopardy with in the room with somebody who Knows a lot of answers to the questions. It's way more fun, too. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and it just, I don't know, it kind of draws you in. Got to give it to him. Yeah. Helped, helped make America smarter, at yes. least in some ways. Yeah. Maybe yeah. gave people a little bit more in the way of, like, you know, uh, uh, you know knowing who uh, writers are and you know, figures in arts and literature and geography yeah. and all these things that, like, most people do not busy themselves sure. with at all. Yeah. Don't forget, too, uh, you know, we're talking about Trebek because his is a little more recent, but we lost Eddie Van Halen a couple yeah. Uh, weeks ago too. So I made a note here on my notebook. I think this year, in lieu of a best of, we should do a goodbye to our fallen celebrities. Hey, that might not be a bad idea. Um, maybe kind of funny, maybe kind of serious, maybe a little of both. Yeah, that might not be a bad idea because I don't think. I mean, I have some best of stuff written down. I was going through the notes, but I don't yeah. think it's enough for a whole episode. Yeah, uh, I don't think we're gonna have the diversity that we had before. Yeah, um, we could do a year end special and just throw in our favorites and also something else. Sure. Yeah, yeah. might not be a bad idea. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, Christ, uh, Eddie Van Halen is like I was fucking that hurt. Yeah, mm-hmm. hey, that was uh, I don't know, man. If you're a guitar player, it, it, you know, whether you, res- you whether you like the music or not, you got to respect what he did for the genre. Yeah. And, and there's nobody like Eddie, mm-hmm. like nobody sounded like Eddie. And he influenced an entire generation of guitar players. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's heavily. Just, yeah. I went on a kick. I listened to uh, every Van Halen record from Van Halen 1 to OU812. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was just it was cool. It was really cool to go back through because I haven't listened to those when I was like a teenager and I was first getting into the guitar. Um, that was like the last time I listened to like the Van Halen chronology because that's kind of like what you want to strive towards when you're first learning so right, yeah. it's really cool to get through and, and listen to some of the shit that he did and like some of the sounds that he was able to get out of those guitars like how the fuck did he do that you know you know i just don't know <laughs> enough about van halen which is crazy i mean like i'm like every i mean you guys know i haven't seen like most movies people should have seen by now yeah. i haven't listened to a lot of albums you should have heard but that's one I would like to rectify. Yeah, you should uh, yeah. Uh, start with Van Van Halen one and two are like incredibly good. Um, yeah, you know if you can get through David Lee Roth and the little silly cadences that he does, <laughs> which I can. I love David Lee Roth. A lot of people don't. A lot of people don't like him. I think David Lee Roth was the superior Van Halen frontman, and I was the first person to say this. You reminded me a bit of Trump comedy nerd. <laughs> you remember? <laughs> Crooked Dana Carvey. Crooked Dana Carvey. When he wrote the, the Dan Rather sketch. Was Bill, the Bill Clinton <laughs> yeah. breastfeeding sketch. And America <laughs> turned on him. 
America knows this. <laughs> That's such a great idea. Just like so funny. make Trump just be really into niche comedies. <laughs> <laughs> um, ah, this yeah. might be the first time that we've had a clean sweep yeah. of unfuckery on this show. Yeah, did you did you go, Dave? I mean, I mean, mostly it's just been positive, you know. <laughs> they got the butcher, I got know, the ribs, got the bakery. I invented that robot. Baker. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I said I said my clothes are baggy, but that's like a humble brag. That doesn't that doesn't count as like actually being <laughs> fucked. That's just yeah. like I gotta go get more clothes now. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that's not, it's it's a good thing that I'm trying to turn into a bad thing. Are you continuing to lose weight or are you kind of stabilizing out? I'm stabilizing out, but I am still dropping. Yeah. I'm, I'm dropping less. I'm not dropping 12 pounds a week like I was when I started. Yeah, but, right. Jesus. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's been better. So Seriously, I took the dogs, like I told you, for a, a walk, and I took them each one at a time, and it was like a brisk 45 minutes, basically. Yeah, for your boner. For my boner. For your boner. Yeah, just, you know, just doing a little favor for my boner. <laughs> You know, like you do. I walk about 13 miles a day. It's insane. Yeah, up and down stairs and, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, it, it. I mean, it, you gotta you get whipped into shape real quick. Even like, after an hour, though, my feet just fucking hurt. Oh, I'm I know. Like, you get used to that. Yeah. <laughs> That's the other thing. If you do it enough, you get used to it. Mm-hmm. Like, it, you know, Ugh. your body will work with you on that. My ankles don't hurt as bad anymore. The ankles were the worst. I bet because mm. there's you don't you never work those muscles out. Mm-hmm. Legs, you know, you get used to that eventually. But ankles, like, yeah, you know, when you're turning and walking upstairs all the time and shit, like, you yeah. know, you don't realize that there's muscles all over your body that you very seldom use until you use them yeah, yeah. right um, you only really use those when you're walking a lot mm-hmm. and like when you're like uh, stairs i think probably especially yeah um but yeah it's uh it's starting to level out and i kind of enjoy it and i you know like feeling financially comfortable that's a nice thing mm-hmm. uh, and i like my supervisors and i mean the, maybe i like them because i don't have to see them every day like i did with my old job <laughs> you know, you, you know I, I see them for an hour in the morning and then mm-hmm. 15 minutes at night and that's it and then occasionally you get to dance with a lady in the street. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that warmed my heart. Yeah, that, was, that was cool. Just um, like walking around, fighting. The, was she already dancing when you got no, there? No, she didn't know that the election had been called. Oh, really? Was. And she's like, oh, she was coming in. She was old, old, uh, older black lady. I carry mail uh, in the hood. Which is not to say that, uh, you know, all black people live in the hood, but like, you know, we've had years of Republican control. So a lot of black people live in the hood. This hood in particular. Yeah, because of <laughs> is, gerrymandering, is cool. yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, she uh, she was older black lady. She was carrying her groceries in and uh, she was like, I was like, oh, how you doing? And she's like, oh, good. And, you know, she's like, I'm going inside to see if we're any closer to this. And I'm like, oh, it was like 10 minutes after they called <laughs> yeah. her. I'm like. They just called it. Biden's got it. He won Pennsylvania. And she was like, I've never <laughs> seen somebody so happy. I was like, <laughs> drop her groceries. She like put her groceries in and she was she just uh, started dancing. And I you know went over and danced with her. So that warms my <laughs> It was really heart. cool. It was cool. Human yeah. moments. Yeah. Human something, moments. Something yeah. we did an episode about. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, yeah uh, that's right. That's up there. on like, you don't always get that occasion to like really connect yeah. with someone. Yeah, it was cool. Um, it, you know, people were driving around honking the horn all day and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, important to note, I feel like we should bring this up. You should get your moment to gloat like everybody does when their side wins an election. Yeah. But, you know, maybe don't like rub it in everybody's face. Don't spend four years, say, waving flags, holding rallies <laughs> right. and uh, demonizing half of the country. Right. Yeah. But you I'd, get like a week or two. I don't think I don't think uh, I don't think we have to worry about a cult of personality springing up for Joe, Joe Biden, Biden of right. all people. <laughs> yeah. um, you know what? That would make an amazing like sort of like 
art experiment or parody or like whatever. Yeah. It's just to be the guy who's really, yeah. really into Biden. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Biden 2024. No more malarkey. <laughs> Tomorrow, malarkey meets its maker. That's right. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, I guess very unfucked. This is a weird. Unfucked. Weird episode. Weird intro. There's, so far, there's light at the end of the tunnel, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, well, why don't we just uh, why don't we take a break? And yeah. We'll come back with <laughs> I guess smoking <laughs> and drinking. Drink. Drink. Uh, I got to I got to eject. Uh, Do you have to let the pee fall out? I have to let the pee fall out. How do you feel about this cigar? You like it? I like this cigar. It's really good, right? It's really good. Yeah, cigar of the year is ninety six rated on Cigar Aficionado. Alex Trebek definitely fingered Ken Jennings. Oh, for sure. Yeah, like I think Ken tried, but I think Alex got the drop on him. <laughs> drop on him. <laughs> All right, let's take a break here. Yep. We'll be back in a minute with the main segment for the episode. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. I think he smelled his finger after. <laughs> <laughs> we now return to another edition of Vaguely Mafiosa Pizza. Oh, hey, what's going on? How you doing, lady? Uh, I would like to speak to your manager. I uh, I am the manager. My well, name is... Uh, I, oh, oh, whoa, hold on. Lady, I ain't finished yet. My name's Tony DeWap. This is my associate, <laughs> Frankie, the vaguely anti-Semitic. Hey, how you doing? I need to speak to your manager's I, manager. Oh, I am the manager's manager again. By the way, you have a mask? Uh, no. Okay, well, I'm gonna need you to put a mask no on. No mask. No mask. Lady, lady, you gotta wear a mask. Uh, I don't have to do... And I'm gonna call 911 on you, in fact. Oh, whoa, whoa, we don't got to get the law involved, dear lady. Uh, I think we do, because this is America. No, oh, well, maybe it's out there is America. You don't understand, lady. In here, this is Sicily, 1955. This is Tony's. This is Tony's. This is Tony's. You listen to whatever Tony says. And that's Frankie. To- that's Tony. I'm Frankie. Yeah. That's Tony. Yeah. I Again, can... you're not Jewish, right? Boy, if you are. Yeah. <laughs> I respect your religion and your right to have it, but I just... Listen, I came in here with something to say, and you are going to hear me out. All right. Why don't, you, why don't you just get it out? But stand like six feet back, would you please? Is it pizza related? Yeah. First of all, is it pizza related? We, we serve pizza here, lady. Is there a transaction about to take place? I was here an hour ago, and one of your employees gave me a shitty attitude. Yeah, that's probably Frank. That was probably me, yeah. Oh, it was you, wasn't it? I thought you looked familiar. I came in an hour ago, and I explicitly ordered the gluten-free avocado no-meat cheese pizza. There's no meat in an avocado. Lady, there were... Those were certainly all words, I think. But also, we don't have those. I we saw it on. Things. I saw it on Instagram, and I wanted it. The fuck is an avocado, boss? The fuck is an Instagram? The fuck is it? What? What are these words just you're throwing at me? Are they words? Are they? Is this Hebrew? I did. Well, I don't care. I'm indifferent. I don't know no Instagram. Ma'am, please stand six feet back, would you? Okay, there's a pandemic over here. (laughs) Yeah, here you go. Just uh, go ahead and take this uh, dead guy's tie. Ah, oh, wrap it up. I got got my spare jockey strap in the back, boss. No, that's fine. Grab that. It's got the straps on it. Stay right back. Here. (laughs) Oh, oh, sorry. Hold on. Let me get just uh, loosen that up a little. Mm. Oh, sorry. You got some blood on your lips. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. Whose tie is that? Oh, it's not important. 
Boss, I can't find my spin jockey strap. I can, I can give it to what I'm wearing right now. No, 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 no. no. It's, it's probably back by the pizza sauce. Like, just in the nice area. Oh, yeah, where, yeah. You know, where it can be contaminating to things. Well, just look, seriously, lady, please. I need you to step back a couple feet, okay? Okay, fine. You're crowding me. There's a virus here. Right, in case you didn't hear the governor. All right. We got to shut down the whole state. I'm very obviously all the way across the whoa, room Whoa, whoa, whoa. Right Quit yelling. You don't, you don't have that jock strap on your face yet. Hey, boss, I couldn't find my spare jockey, but I, I did find it. Is this an avocado? What is this, a watermelon? Oh, Oh, is that what that is? Why do we have this at a pizza shop? <laughs> is this is this lady complying? Or, or you want you want I should uh, you want I should uh, gag her to you know to protect against the spread of the coronavirus? There. You know what? Keep that on hold because I'm not sure what I'm going to do here yet. Do you have a legitimate complaint, ma'am? Are you going to order a pizza? Or are you going to get the fuck out of my store? Uh, I tried to order the most beautiful pizza that I saw on Instagram, and your employee told me I could go fuck myself. Huh. That sounds like something I'd say. Yeah, it definitely does. Yeah, it's probably him. So what's your point? My point is, I insist you make my pizza the way I requested, and I want an apology. Okay, I'm sorry your gums are still flapping. Is that some kind of motor disease? Hey, oh, Frankie. Hey. Get a load of this guy. He's a fucking comedian. Seriously, though, get the fuck out of my pizza shop. You want I should uh, take her and back, ruffle up a bit? I got I got this brand new crowbar. Yeah. Right? Half-Life 2 commemorative edition crowbar. Oh, nice. I take I take her out back. I don't yeah. know what that is. I, it's it's the thing what you pry open doors with, boss. No, the, go ahead. I take her out back. I I take the crowbar, and then she'll never see this coming, boss. It's brilliant. I beat myself with it. Oh, okay. smack a few teeth out of my jaw to intimidate her, right? I'm, I'm right here. You know I can hear you, right? Hold on, lady. No uh, one's talking to you. I got to admit, this story is taking a turn that I didn't expect. Once, once I've taken her by surprise, in her confused state, I'll convince her that she got the pizza. She, it was great. She enjoyed it. She just don't remember nothing. She don't remember none of it. She got one of them memento diseases, you know? Yeah, yeah. You know what? I have another idea. Yeah? Frankie, here's my idea. That's Frankie. I'm Tony. Hey, Tony. <laughs> Here's my idea. Why don't we take Frankie? Tony. I'm Tony. You're Tony. He's Frankie. I'm Frankie. <laughs> Why don't we take Frankie? What's with this loopy fucking broad? <laughs> I don't know. Why don't we take Frankie into the back of the shop, right? Mm. Sit him down. Okay. We mix up a bunch of gluten-free dough. Mm. Slice a few avocados. Mm. You with me? Yeah. Right? I got one over there on the floor. Take that. That's take, a watermelon, boss. Oh, yeah, that's right. Take the dairy-free cheese. Is that a thing? No, it's not. It's like dairy-free cheese. It's just bacteria. Because <laughs> you don't got none of the milk in there. Oh, we got plenty of that here. And then, and this is where it gets great. Make me a pizza. Okay. Well, let's, uh, you heard her, Frankie. Let's make her a pizza. All right, I'm going to pick up that avocado. <laughs> <off>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, open the oven. We got we to gotta form this broad into a pizza. <laughs> Chop her up. Sylvia Plath time, let's go! Oh, I'm gonna pick up this avocado and put it on the pizza also. Yeah, perfect, that's what you want. Like, hyper-polarized politics. Yeah. You know, there's so many people out there now who are just in it for the showmanship or the personal gain, you know what I mean? That you, you kind of, the people who are there to, who genuinely... Uh, decently care about serving the American public or this, you know, the the people of their states that they represent are, yeah. are so few and far between that it like. Well, there's an old guard. Right? There's an old guard. There's, yeah. there's an old guard factor of people who have been there a long time and like remember, case in point, 
A great example is like Supreme Court nominations. Yeah. They weren't always like this. <laughs> no, they were not. You know, they usually passed with a large amount of bipartisan support. At least more to the tune of like, you know, maybe 20 percent of people would sure. vote no or something like that. And that number has. Yeah, it's it's increasingly gone by party line. Yeah, right. Uh, which is sad because it shouldn't be like that. I actually really fear for the court. I do, too. Yeah, I, I, I think they fear for the court. <laughs> I think they're going to pack the court. I think Biden and Harris are going to pack the court. I also think that he's not going to run after four years. I think he's going to give it to her. Yeah. Um. And let her like take up the mantle because he's getting older, and I think he just did this to, for leadership's sake. Yeah, um, I guess it kind of depends on what he looks and feels like in four years. Sure. Right? Yeah, I, I think I, I don't think he intends. I think part. I think he intends to be to make her as a, a key part of the administration as Obama made him a key part of the administration. Right. Because he wasn't. You know, we we have actually. Except for Pence, we've had a, a pretty since the Clinton administration, we've had a decent uh, string of VPs who have um, genuinely kind of been hands on, hands on, like a genuine impact on policy. Al Gore, for Al, better or worse, you yeah. know, Al Gore, maybe a little less so. But Biden, when he was VP, was definitely a little more hands on. Uh, like Dick the, Cheney obviously was very hands-on in the Bush administration. Yeah, and in the affairs of other nations. Yes. Um, <laughs> but like even then, like, okay, talking about people who cared about public service for all his faults, I think Bush was genuinely in it for it, the people around him. Mm. A lot of the Carl Rove, Cheney, I don't think. Yeah, Rove in particular. Rove in particular, uh, Cheney even. I don't think they were in it as much for public service. Yeah. But Colin Powell for sure. Yeah, uh, Condoleezza Rice, absolutely. John Ashcroft, for mm -hmm. sure. Yeah, and, you have a difference between the people who are there to do something that they think is important, mm -hmm. and there are people who are there to basically seize the reins of power. Sure. Mm -hmm. and Bush Jr. was raised by the old guard, too. You know, I think Bush Sr. genuinely cared about public service because he came up with Reagan. Mm -hmm. um, you know, yeah. I, I really think W. really uh, gave a, you know, for all its faults, because, you know, let's not forget that was a, a little bit of a fiasco, too. Yeah. I think he I think he really I think he really cared about the the people that he was governed. I can't believe I'm saying this. I know. Well, no, it's in, I know it's, in hindsight, it, it makes so much more sense because he just he, he yeah. did because it's 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 so blindingly transparent that Trump doesn't give a shit about Republican voters. He doesn't right. give a shit about his base. He right. just he just wants the he wants the the. Uh, the self-congratulatory jerk off that that he gets from, you know, being yeah. in the White House for four years, whether legally or not. But here's the thing that freaks me out is are we ever going to arrive at a point like maybe 10 years from now where we go, you know what? Trump wasn't so bad. Yeah, right. I, I sincerely doubt it. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I hope you're right. But there, I mean, because there was a time when Bush was, you know, if you were a bleeding heart liberal, which I was when during the Bush presidency. Mm -hmm. um, Still am. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's, it's okay. you know, I kind of I kind of moderated out a little bit the older I got, which I think happens to a lot of people. Yeah. Um, except my family. Most of them got very liberal <laughs> um, the older I got. But uh, yeah, you know, I think it was like DEFCON 4. Yeah. When when the Bush presidency was happening because we saw all these things. But I don't think Bush was like dutifully responsible for a lot of that. I think a lot of that was his cabinet and, you know, the people that he chose to place faith in. But as they say, 
the responsibility stops with the presidency. The buck stops here. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I agree. you yep. really gotta, you really gotta consider that. Yeah, the pe- the people you appoint are are people that you have to be accountable for. Right. In, in the end, um, uh, breaking from the Washington Post. Yeah. Uh, Donald Trump's campaign promised shocking proof of fraud in Michigan. Instead, they provided a list of small bore complaints from GOP poll watchers about the ballot counting room in Detroit, including loud noises, mean stares, and a large man. (laughs) (laughs) A large man? It says big man, but uh, large man is funnier. (laughs) Wait a minute. So that's what they're calling fraud is people looking at them funny? Inside Detroit's absentee ballot counting center, one Republican poll watcher complained that workers were wearing Black Lives Matter gear. She thought one of them, a man of intimidating size, had followed her too closely. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> you know, what? I, I think you're right, Dave. I think the whole reason for this for this like voter fraud, because they know it's over. They're all like the people in the West Wing are, are looking at new jobs. They're, Even the people over. that are taking on these cases as lawyers for the Republicans. They know. They know they can't win. Yes. This. I, I think it's just to get that donor money mm-hmm. to, to pay off the, the debt that, you know, was caused by the campaign. Yes. Um, which is, you know, which I understand because it's a fuckload of money, I'm sure. Innovative. Got to give it to them. Yeah. It's, I don't know any other candidate in the past that like. It's a very the, shitty way to make your money to question the legitimacy of our democracy. Mm-hmm. But, you know. <laughs> yes. Whatever. You know, it's, I can't say I'm surprised. I think. Uh, so I saw today Michael Cohen uh, was interviewed and he says he's fairly certain when Trump leaves for Christmas in December, he's not coming. He's back. He's not coming back. <laughs> and I don't doubt that for a second. Yeah. So we're going to leave the country in the hands of, well, I guess, Mike Pence, <laughs> I, I guess, <laughs> or Mitch McConnell, which is almost I mean, he'll, he'll president from Florida, but he won't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you know, he's lame duck. He can't really do anything anyway. Yeah. So. I mean, he doesn't need to be in Washington to do nothing. Sure. He can do that <laughs> from I, his home. I think for all his faults, Mitch McConnell is not going to work with anything that the Trump administration does from now on in order to maintain faith with, you know, a, a president elect who, uh, you know, despite being a member of the opposite party, is still pretty moderate. It is concerning to me, though, that McConnell has. Well, OK, so the, we're talking a lot yeah, about politics, sorry. <laughs> but but here's the thing. Um, I don't disagree principally with what Mitch McConnell has to say about the state of things, which is he does. Trump has a a right to do whatever he wants to do in pursuit of certifying the election. Absolutely. Yeah. It's not going to change anything, but right. The same way that Al Gore had that same right in 2000. Exactly. It's Mm -hmm. part of it's part of the process. It's, you know, it's it's not entirely unusual. Yeah, it's just so transparent that it's not going anywhere that it's making everyone it's giving right. everyone the willies. It was very yeah. different in 2000 because we were within 500 votes of this deci- being decided. Yeah. I know it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, like that. That was so we're talking about a, Florida? a five million vote popular vote lead here. Yes. Like we're you know, this is like this and is tens not, of thousands in states that are close. Right. I mean, tens of thousands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's not really a there's not really a contest there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's it's over. I mean, and they all I and th- and Donnie knows that, which is why he's he's going for the fraud route. I sure. love you, Donnie. I love you, Donnie. <laughs> Donald Trump. <laughs> Donald Trump. <laughs> Donald Trump. I love you, Donnie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I know. 
Uh, that's um, that's a whole lot of politics. Yeah, talk. hey, welcome back, everybody. Sorry, did we, we just, have a topic tonight? <laughs> we did have a topic. Unless you guys want to play a game, I have some. Uh, we don't really need to do that. We'll I mean, I figured as a hostless episode, we don't need to worry we have about so that. many things to talk about in, the, in a year of you know where we didn't get yeah. to talk about a lot of things. Right. Um, so yeah, I guess welcome back from the break. Hope you enjoyed whatever we put in the front there. Yeah, right. <laughs> I think. Are we, are we going to do two of them? Or are we going to put them both in? Or are we going to? Yeah, well, we're going to use both of those things. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if we're gonna split them up. We yeah, should, we, we split, them split them up. up. We'll yeah, we'll split, split them up. up. We'll, yeah. We'll so we'll have one the, before and one we'll after. Yeah, of course. We have to re-record the stinger anyway at some point. Oh yeah. A lot, uh, a lot has changed with that, which I guess brings us to our um, agreed upon topic, which is change. Change. Uh, change. 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 Changes and, and face the strange. Changes. Ooh, we're going to get rid of Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys remember that episode of the Brady Bunch where uh, who is the middle Brady boy? Um, I don't remember uh, any of their names. P- Bobby, Greg, Peter, Peter, Peter mm. Brady. Yeah. Uh, the episode where it was during that arc where they had a band going. Yeah. And uh, uh, Peter Brady's voice was changing. <laughs> okay. And so they. Ha- <laughs> yeah. And so they had to rewrite. They rewrote the entire song to be about to be about changing. And uh, every so often he would he would pipe in when it's time to change. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because that's what every teenage boy going through puberty really wants. Is people to call attention to it. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> that feels great. <laughs> Sir, this is an Arby's. I mean, honestly, in talking about changes, we could even talk a little bit about the horrible, awkward period of puberty. Yeah. Which I don't oh, think Christ. we've ever actually <laughs> talked about. On this? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh. Yeah, uh, we, we, we kind of figured change was going to be a good topic because so much has changed yeah. really since we were doing this regularly. Uh, which is all the way back in March. Uh huh. Was like the last regular episode. We, you know, we. I think we kind of ended. Those three hot dudes, right? Was that March? The three hot dudes thing we did in March was the last time that we did. That was like a regular scheduled episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and ever since, I think we maybe got together to do one episode. I'm not even sure that we did. Yeah. Well, we did. We did. Yeah. One, we did June, July, and August. That was. Oh, it. really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we've gotten together here a few times yeah. since since uh, three hot dudes. It's hard to remember. I know. Yeah. It's been a it's been a long time. It's clap, been clap. A, now. I'm twenty twenty has been a hell of a decade. Yeah, it sure has. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's yeah. There's like a time dilation aspect to it where like you can't believe it's been eight months since we all started collectively freaking out. Mm. Yeah, we yeah. were uh, okay. So I guess let's start from where we were at the state of everything before. I mean, everything was already shitty before, but before everything got like completely and totally. The month was March. I remember. I remember around March. I think it was in March. I had like maybe the worst call of all time. I said, this is going to be just like Ebola was a few years ago. It's going to it's going to scare people for a week or two and then it's going to go away. I said the same thing. Worst call I've ever made. (laughs) Yeah, I said the same thing. I think a lot of people thought that. Yeah, it was just because we were I think we even brought up on the show like. All the scary shit that the media pushes on you, like yeah, right, um, right. I mean, it, it happens over and over again. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like we've seen so many near pandemics or like pandemics of limited effect. Yeah, yeah. That we were genuinely not able to imagine. 
yeah. something like this. West Nile virus, uh, SARS, Ebola. They didn't sh- swine flu. Yeah, swine, swine flu. flu, bird flu. None of these things, you know, shut down the fucking country for like eight months. Yeah, right. Um, you know, I think, but the difference between like, Someone like you or me who who said, you know, it's going to be like Ebola. It's going to scare people for like two weeks and then pass uh, is that we're we were willing to admit that we were wrong about that. Yeah. And, and not enough people in this country are willing to admit that they were wrong. Eight about months it later. Yeah. 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 Well, I remember at the time my call was like the opposite. I, I thought way, way, way more people would be dead. Yeah. Than mm. actually, well, yeah, right. No, I mean, I didn't think a lot of people were. I mean, I didn't think this many people were going to die from it, but I didn't think <laughs> it was going to be like mm-hmm. a global catastrophe. You know, y- yeah, you couldn't have anticipated it. I mean, like, it really has been since 1918. Yeah, that something this pervasive and global and deadly. Yeah, like did its job well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well even I mean? then, like, it's not. It's it hasn't been. It's been, I wouldn't say even yeah, here, it hasn't been catastrophic. Yeah, it's hard to say. It's, it's like, been bad, but it's not catastrophic. Well, we're, yeah, not right, like, sure. we're not like people getting wheeled, bodies getting wheeled through the streets. It's not the bubonic plague. No. It, it could it could have been much better, though, if the federal response of was, course. you know, even of remotely course. existent. Yeah. Think about where we, what we were doing, like, when that, you know what I mean? Like, we were planning the uh, St. Patrick's Day party. Oh, my God. Yeah. You remember that? Like yes. The, that was supposed to be our big, I, I had... Christ, I had time off for the St. Patrick's Day party. That got thrown to shit because, you know, <laughs> lost my job three days before St. Patrick's Day. What a fucking mess that was. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah, we were we were we were planning. We were planning St. Patrick's Day and then we were thinking like, OK, well, maybe by Fourth of July, this will be over. We could do a summer party <laughs> that got blown. We're not going to we're not going to be able to have New Year's this year. No, like, we're not. It's not no, like it's doubtful. It's really unfortunate, but um, there's no way we're going to be able to have New Year's. That's been a that's steep. not going to stop me from getting shit. Oh, no, anyway. no. I'm still going to have fun. I got the next day off. I'm going to I'm going to. Hockey season starts th- this year instead of the Winter Classic. It's going to be the opening of hockey season on yeah. the first. So. Oh, yeah. I- I'm going to uh, I'm going to uh, make some sort of effigy of 2020 and then piss on it at yeah. midnight or vomit on it, depending on how drunk I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like it's it's hard to know how to properly process and let go of all the bad feelings of a year yeah. like this. Think mm. about it. It like uh, you know every year that we've done this podcast and before. Yeah. Uh, we have like the the episode that comes at the end of our season is typically the uh, what? It's right after the New Year's party. It's like post New Year's recovery. Early mm. January. Early January. We're still basically nursing a hangover from five <laughs> days ago. Yeah, it's like that's how we've that's how we've always dealt with it. And then that's the last episode. And then we wait a couple weeks and we start with the next season. Mm-hmm. We're not really going to get that catharsis this year. We usually kind of say goodbye to the years. Yeah, right. Um, <coughs> you know, uh, with that part, one gigantic blackout, everybody gets fucked up party. And <laughs> yeah. It's really sad because I, I look forward to that every year. It's yeah, me too. The one, you know, point of solace that I get, you know, basically since I feel like when was the first time we did a big New Year's party here? Five years ago, six years ago, something like that. Five years sounds right. Five years. Yeah, I think, I think yeah. so. Actually, yeah. Come to think of it, I'm pretty sure Christy and I had just started. Or no, had we just started dating? I can't remember. I think Aubrey and I had just started dating. Okay, so it was the year after Christy and I started dating. And oh no, wait, no, 
Well, I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, what I remember is that I kept her up way too late, and she had to work at like 8 in the morning. Oh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> uh, so, uh, that was like one of our first New Year's parties. <laughs> I remember the, the first one I was at, we... Uh, <laughs> You, you came out to say hello to my mom and you slipped on your uh, yeah uh, you slipped on the on the ramp at your I, like, house I like ran out slipped totally ate shit yep got back up <laughs> whoop I'm good I remember that yeah uh, yeah that was cool yeah I mean um, like I know that there will come a time when we could do stuff like that again yeah well we're gonna do it too it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a party we gotta make up for St. Patrick's Day 4th of July yeah uh, However many birthdays that have passed, <laughs> yeah, um, we, yeah, uh, we gotta we gotta uh, burn Donald Trump in effigy. Yeah, I really I really like the thought of it a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be really great. It's gonna be it's gonna be tremendous. It's you know it's gonna be the best party. And, and I, when they let me on fire, it was the biggest. It was and when and when crooked Ben Reese pissed me out, I shed a single tear, and it made me want to puke. And then he puked on me. <laughs> it was simply poetic. And then he became he became the May Queen, and, <laughs> and stuffed me in a bear costume. <laughs> Uh, and I thought this bear, this bear costume is so beautiful. It's so beautiful, so luxurious. I drank a beer because I had to get the taste of menstrual blood and lemonade out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> that movie fucking rules. Yeah, it does. It's really fucking yeah. good. You know, uh, what I just, you know what I just added to my Plex server? What? The Lighthouse. Oh yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah so we're talking about that. I want to rewatch that one. So it deserves soon. a rewatch. Yeah. Yeah, I. I I I know Aubrey had expressed interest in watching it. I had to I had to warn her about a, a certain scene that she might find distasteful. Yeah, uh, which one? The uh, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I don't remember what you're Bad talking luck about. Bad to kill a seabird. Oh yeah, 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 um, yeah. Which obviously, you know, they don't actually. Yeah. Right. But yeah. it lo- but it looks. An good. animal <laughs> is not actually injured. Yeah. Right. But it appears as though an animal is injured. Yeah. Um. Yeah, really, uh, really, really good stuff. The mm-hmm. lighthouse. Yeah, um, I Northman's going to be even better from everything <laughs> I hear. I keep hearing things. Yeah, I keep seeing little articles. People are. I mean, I don't know. The hype machine is the hype machine. Sure. And mm-hmm. right now, in particular, movies need some hype. So I don't know. Maybe don't get too too crazy excited. But I, I, can, I don't think he can fail. No, he's, he, I mean everything that he's done so far has been good. So. Yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Um, well, God, well, I mean, what else has changed in the last we, we OK, uh, uh, you know, some of you uh, more astute listeners might know this uh, uh, a friend of this podcast, Dan Sarnowski and I have started a uh, podcast dedicated to movie sequels called Sequelize This. You guys are like burning through. We like, are. You yeah. are making a lot of we're episodes. we're fucking half a year through this thing already. Like, yeah. you know, it's uh, it's been going really good. Um <laughs> uh, yeah, and it's you know it's a lot of fun to record. It's a good excuse to sit down and watch new movies. Hey, uh, the three of us at this table have a new project too. Yeah, I was wondering if we were going to talk about we it. We have to, right? I think we kind of have to because it just sort of. launched. Yeah, um, I feel like we have to maybe discuss it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, triple triple T D and D. Another uh, another friend of the show. Yeah, uh, Chuck, who is a, a guest on our uh, medical episode, mm-hmm. um, is uh, DMing a. Uh, uh, 
uh, podcast for us called uh, Taverns Travel and Tests. <laughs> Inspired, of course, uh, by Guy Fieri. Guy Fieri. Uh, <laughs> Fieri. Um, uh, you know, look for us under hashtag Triple T D and D. We have a Patreon for it. We also have a. Uh, I don't know if it's ridiculous. But we have a really decent listenership in the first. So far, yeah. Seven. For an episode one to get at or above 100 episodes or 100 listens. It's pretty big. I find that impressive. Yeah. I don't um, think we've ever. No. <laughs> 100 we, listens. We have. We have. We we have. There's one. I think it was the Ask the Dudes episode that got like 150. Oh, yeah. That was yeah. Drew's episode. Yeah. yeah. It was Drew's. We got to have her back on for a sequel. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. um, Absolutely. But yeah, um, it's it was it's it's been weird so far because we we started a long time ago recording it mm-hmm. and putting stuff into the backlog. And then Chuck had a critical hard drive fail on his computer which is terrible which is terrible and sucks but you know what honestly um there was a lot of really great stuff that we missed that we're gonna that is lost to the ether now but there was a lot of like honestly bummy kind of stuff too where we were just obviously not into our recording sessions trying to tired and get trying to find our footing trying to find our footing and learn our characters and doing stuff again on discord at a time when that started to feel very exhausting i think our enthusiasm Mm -hmm. has picked up a lot yeah especially the last session you're gonna if you guys really really go back and listen to that show we're gonna we're gonna do it uh, two Mondays a month. The first and uh, or second and fourth Monday of every month, uh, if I remember correctly, is the upload schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, please listen to it. You're gonna notice a, a serious uptick in uh, pace and tempo of the show and yeah. engagement by the time you get to episode five or six. Yeah, because that's, that's yeah, what right. we that's what we picked back up after the lost footage, and we already knew our characters a little better. And last session was super fun. Last session was super <laughs> fun. I'm actually very excited to record again this week. Yeah, it's just like, you know, like anything, um, it takes a while just to get it started. Yeah. To know what you're doing, you know, to like identify, uh, you know, in particular in D&D, your character, your story, what works for you, mm-hmm. you know, just took a little time. Yeah. We're also signed to a network for the first time ever, which is, I think, something we've talked about doing here before is like <laughs> kind of starting our own media group. Mm-hmm. Uh um, which I think will happen at some point, but uh, once we p- get back to normal and pick back up, because we have enough content. But it's cool that we like signed on with some people that are already doing like nerd content, and it's established. Yeah, and, yeah. And they have some people that already kind of listen to them, which kind of gets us off the ground. And right, I don't know. It's 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 just nice to do something that people are going to hear. <laughs> 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 it's not, not that people don't hear this. It's just that a very select group of people hear this. Yeah, which has never been a problem for me and continues no. to not be a problem no. for me. This is this was always something for us to just get uh, ideas off our chest and have fun and drink beer. And to catalog our friendship to and to record the sound of our own farts. Yes, <laughs> which we've done successfully. I yes. Oh, man. Remember that one fart? Remember that one that made you laugh so hard that it ended yeah. up with the best of? You're the yeah. only one who. Yeah. Okay, so uh, he a farter. He has a hollow. He has a <laughs> hall of fame fart in the best of. I have a hall of fame fart in the best of. I'm just. I'm. A, you know, my flat. My flatulence is private. Yeah. It, Respect I, the privacy of me and my butt. I refuse. I refuse. Yeah. <laughs> Respectfully, sir. Yeah. You, you got to let one go here at some point. Yeah. I'll save one up. Okay. Yeah. For like good, days. A good, a good musky one. <laughs> just a big old beef and bean chili fart. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just let, and just let it get rancid in there. Yeah. Just <laughs> let it hold a fart for like two weeks. <laughs> Just really let it get tepid, like get it like a diamond of fart where yeah. the pressure just. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I want your fart to tell a joke on the way out. I want it to be. <laughs> I want it to be. <laughs> this is yeah. something you save forever. Yeah, I want it. I want it yeah, I don't know. I, I want your it. fart to come out swinging. I like, want it to sound like someone dragged a table across a room. Yeah, <laughs> like, your fart comes out just screaming the gamer word. It, it's that. <laughs> Have it come out sounded like that that scene in Men in Black where Will Smith is pulling that table across. <laughs> yeah, y'all want to get down on this? <laughs> I'll save one up just for you. Um, I'll develop an it. extra pocket. No, don't do it for us. Do it for the listeners, man. Yeah, right. You yeah, owe it to true. the fans of this show. That's a good point. Fart <laughs> at, at the perfect time. You can't just let it lose whenever. You got to like have it be like timely. Oh man, one of these days it will happen. I know. And it'll be it'll be great. It'll horrify both of you. It'll, 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 <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, like I'm not I'm not very comfortable farting in front of people. Yeah, because I have this like you know self loathing already, <laughs> right? And already think I'm disgusting enough. Yeah, but man, they are intense. Primo, I got I got some loud yeah. farts. Yeah, hey, that's that's great. <laughs> that's great audio. They're like polyphonic. <laughs> and they they move they change the room completely. <laughs> <laughs> really, really tie the room together. <laughs> Do they not? Do they not? So anyway, the point of all this is you should really check out uh, <laughs> Taverns Travel and Test. <laughs> There's not any farts in it, but there's not. Not yeah, yet. Yeah, might be some. Point. <laughs> not yet. Not yeah. yet. Right. Right. Um, and then you should. <laughs> hey, just a little side note. You should check out Sequelize This if you get the chance. Yeah, we definitely. Love, we love doing Sequelize This. I'm a little bit behind because I used to listen to podcasts while I drove. Yeah. So that's a talk about changes. I was in the office before all this, like three days a week on average. Yeah. I went in once since March, and it was just to take all my stuff out right. of my cubicle and bring it home with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I remember that. You came and dropped me off a sandwich. That was that street. day I brought you that beautiful sandwich. It was. It kind of saved my life. It was delicious. <laughs> man, you, you got to hit up the Diamond Deli, man. This, is, a really, this really is not my beautiful sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> and you may say to yourself, this is not my beautiful rye. <laughs> <laughs> Letting Dang. the lunch go by. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta hit up the deli. Yeah, I'll tell you what you gotta get next because I got you. I think I got you the Chucks. Yeah, you did. Which is their <coughs> like corned beef and what is it, it? Just roast beef. I forget. Anyway, it was like roast beef, but in the style of a Reuben. So I'm pretty sure that it's mm. the Zach. Yeah, it was good. Which is like chickens. It's like a chicken salad with avocado, wow. bacon. I love chicken salad and like a sweet kind of dressing. Oh yeah, mm. and a tomato. Oh yeah, it ties everything together. And then he just. Fuck it. And then you just put you your just fucking just fuck it. it. Yeah. yeah. It's great. Yeah. Then you throw it away. I guess. I don't throw know. It away. <laughs> I don't even throw it away. You give hey, it to somebody. Hey, maybe that guy that put his dick in the McChicken. I was just going to bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> that video, that's exactly what you think it is. It's just a guy fucking a McChicken. Just a big old fat dick. See, that to me is the American dream. Fucking a McChicken? <laughs> Anyone can be famous. Yep. If you the right idea. If you put your dick in, <coughs> in one thing. It should be the nation's most recognizable right. chicken sandwich. For me, yeah. it's the big chicken. You just, you just <laughs> take that fast food sandwich. Take that video, reduce it to half speed. Yeah. Uh, superimpose like a semi-transparent waving American flag over it and, <laughs> and play America the yeah. Beautiful. Uh, and then just upload that to Pornhub on yep. the 4th of July. I'm talking about <laughs> America. <laughs> I'm making that video Sweet. tonight. America. 
No, I mean, I'm kind of <laughs> joking, but not really. Mr. Ray Charles. <laughs> you know what? You know what you're doing tonight is you're you're. Uh, well, I'll tell you later. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> oh, but but anyway, do tell. Oh, I will later. <laughs> so what? What else has changed since uh, since our last like regular sesh? You know, you know what hmm. I'll tell you is going to be weird to get used to huh. uh, is the fact that when this is all over. And it will be over, as you've pointed out previously yeah. on this pod. There will come a point when this ends. Yeah, it, ha- uh, it just has to. It has to. It has to. It will. Uh, when when there's a vaccine and when it's, you know, we don't have to wear masks anymore, it's mm. going to feel fucking weird not wearing a mask know, in public. I know. It's going to feel strange. Yeah. yeah. A little scary. Um, you know, people will be crowding around in Barry Dingles again and, yeah. uh, you know, you know, shoulder to shoulder with some some dude in an, in an OSU cap. Uh, I'm actually not sure that masks as an entity are going to go away completely. I actually kind of feel like maybe people when they're sick might feel more comfortable wearing one. It That's a very common thing to do in East Asia in yeah. like Korea, Japan, China. Right. If you're if you if you have a cough or, or you've been sneezing a lot lately, you, you just put a mask on. Right. When or, if you're, you're in public. or if you're a little anxious because it's like cold season and you really can't afford to get sick for some reason, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You might see people wear them and it might not seem that laughable like it would have yeah. in the past. Right. Right. But it'll be nice to not like feel like it's a requirement to stay alive. Yeah. In the middle of summer. Yeah. You know, everyone's going to be, you know, having beers outdoors again and and, God, uh, you know, crowding around the bar and it's going to feel very weird. I've been bad because I've been going. We've been we've gone to beat ups a few times, which is like pro tip. If you're trying to be safe. Don't go to beat ups. Oh, <laughs> it's oh, people too close. P- it, no, it's just packed. They don't like it, m- any other restaurant you go to. They have like spacing between the mm-hmm. the seats. They don't have that. at beat El ups. Cowboy is at like half capacity. Right. I've gone to pick up food. Yeah. And you walk in there and it's like, oh, this whole thing is a dance floor because yeah. they've like taken tables yeah. out. Right. Yeah. By, by and large, most restaurants, I, I don't want to say like, don't don't go if you don't feel comfortable. Yeah. But I think most places you can reasonably go to mm-hmm. and not have to worry about being jam packed with other humans. Yeah. And there's a, you know, there's a mask mandate that's in. So it's OK to, you know, and again, that's just me like taking my life into my own hands. I understand the, the, that it's really risky to do that. Yeah. Um, it, but like it, I've I've been bad because we've gone to beat ups a few times and they are not fucking <laughs> they are not fucking you think it'll change now with DeWine's new no requirements? I no. Well, it well if the if it doesn't start trending in the opposite direction, it, 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 he's going to close shit down. Yeah, that's yeah. what right. he said. I read a report recently that said that there are four places which are by and large responsible for something like more than eighty percent of community spread. Wow, bars, bars, restaurants, gyms, which are all three that he called out tonight, but also places of worship. Suspiciously absent on the list. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder why. Yeah, seriously. Um, Fucking hell. Yeah. I mean, like, I know a lot of churches are doing things virtually, you know, doing like, uh, I mean, even St. Joe's. Yeah. Has like on their sign, you know, Virtual catch us service. on Facebook on Sundays. Yeah. You know, like people are definitely adapting. Yeah, we have the technology. So why the hell not? God's right. not going to care. Right. <laughs> I mean, like in particular with church, it seems like. Like. You don't everyone doesn't have to be talking, so it's kind of right. perfect for like a live stream. Yeah, it's right. a pretty one sided interaction from the from the perspective of the like what's happening at church. People are mostly there to absorb it. Yeah. 
Right. Um, and by it, you mean deadly novel coronavirus <laughs> in concentrations considered lethal to humans. <laughs> um, yeah. No, it's uh, I kind of feel skeevy because I've been bad. I've, I've gone to a couple places. I went there. to I went to dinner once. I went to I went to, to Plaza Azteca. With yeah. My dad and my aunt. And yeah. My sister. And Christy. <laughs> dad and I get lunch every week. We go. But again, I think I said this before, like we we go to get lunch. But like. No place is busy at lunch anymore, and the places we go are like spaced out. So yeah, yeah. Uh, but like bars, I mean, like I said we we've gone to beat ups a few times. Yeah. It's bad. It's not. It's not safe. And I I my love for beat ups is is so great <laughs> that it's not. I I go in there and I'm like, ooh, this is like not cool. Yeah. Well, Sam's went in up at the corner here is the same way. Where yeah. like there, you can't pick you, up food. You you really don't necessarily feel all that great. You can't yeah. not be packed in that bar. I love that bar. Are, mm-hmm. But you can't not be packed in there because it's just yeah. small, it's small. It's a yeah. small place. And plus, you know, you get the one person coughing, and you're like, ah, shit, shit. Right? Yeah. <laughs> one person's coughing, and you're like, well, that's it. Fuck. It's been yeah. a good run, but I really needed a waffle right. fry and chicken <laughs> sandwich combo. And like my job, like they're not fucking around. Like you're, if you, if you, mm-hmm. they even sniff that they think you might have it, they will send you home. Yeah, and you get a man, whether you have it or not, you get a mandatory fourteen day quarantine. They have a designated sniffer. Yep, right. It's <laughs> a little old lady that's been there for like you know, 80 Ooh, years come here dearie let me smell his name and that, <laughs> you smell like covid and that sniffer's name joe biden <laughs> come on over here come on oh, over yeah. here yeah i remember yeah. back you know back in my day I used to be able to get uh, peanut butter out of a tin <laughs> and get, come on <laughs> come on over here sport yeah let me let me give you a little sniff here back uh, back back when i was younger everything was made out of mackerel yeah, it was right. amazing it was amazing i told and i told my brother uh stevie boy i said stevie come over here and uh, get my back i gotta get sunscreen on it for the pool <laughs> hell of a thing mackerel and he said i'm too busy making the sandwich and the point is you gotta get jobs in the country there's not enough jobs there's just not enough jobs i used to on, a, on the off weekend i'd go and shave backs down at the salon for a nickel <laughs> getting better it was a hell of a time getting better getting hairy better. backs hairy backs great big hairy great backs. big hairy backs what you, happened to america and they glistened in the sun when you put them in what a <laughs> you used, used to have a fella used to have a fella in grade school I knew named Harry Bax. Yeah. <laughs> hell of great, a guy. Hell of a guy. Great fella. But uh you know great handshake. Terrible body odor though. Yeah. <laughs> It was just awful, and I thought, you know, this, uh, you know, this is why we gotta get, uh, we gotta get uh, free school lunches to, uh, you know, all the, uh, all the kids there. And uh, I used to hand out sack lunches with, uh, with some dried beans and an apple in them. <laughs> <laughs> dried beans, hell of a thing, hard to chew. <laughs> Vote for me. <laughs> by the by, this is not Joe Biden. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm an imposter. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's starting to sound a little more like Groucho Marx. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an apostle. Uh, yeah. We're going to work on it. <laughs> yeah. He used to sell dried beans for a nickel. <laughs> uh, yeah. Never forget that time that Joe Biden called a young college student a lying Dog-faced pony soldier. Possibly the best combination of words yet in the English language. What a great insult. You're a lying dog-faced pony soldier. Listen here, fat. Listen here, fat. Listen here, fat. You're a lying... Get a load of this tomato. This fucking guy. We're working on it, folks. We'll get there. I am going to be actively working on my Joe Biden impression. Yeah, we got to hear him speak more. Yeah. Yeah. 
We'll um, get there. We'll get there slowly but surely. <laughs> I was thinking about uh, we talked recently about the uh, the old Pokemon episodes that yeah. we did that we never published. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And I was just thinking about how horribly they would probably play now. Oh, I'm sure. Because back then it was all wee yeah, and like right. pinwheels and like, all right, Hillary Clinton's clearly going to destroy Donald Trump and America yeah, will right. stay normal. And it was and it was so sure. That it didn't even feel weird to make cracks about Hillary Clinton's mouth. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I remember those jokes. Yeah, didn't feel bad then. And then, damn, and, and all, then this. All this. The thing is, 2020 has been, uh, talk about changes. 2020 was the worst year since 2016. Yeah. It's, it it was worse. Yeah. Hey, 20, do you remember how shitty 2016 was? Oh, hey, Ben. Yeah. Uh, after you, uh, you got to jiggle the handle on the toilet. Oh, that's right. I, uh, I it worked the last few times. I'm going to discuss my toilet now on the podcast. Oh, yeah, let's go. You got to jiggle the handle. Let's talk about how that's changed because yeah. this toilet didn't <laughs> used to be a troubling toilet. No, but I have just demolished it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just the biggest shit. The last eight <laughs> months of. Completely like, uninterrupted. No yep. one else has come to use this thing, and I've just put dump after dump in it without so much as a break or a reprieve. My dad, we used to, you know, used to go shit in a box out in the backyard. My toilet is like Papillon. It's like dying for its freedom in isolation, and I just keep unleashing on it. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Um, I don't. I have nothing Just more to the, say. The, that. that famous cartoon of Mickey milking a dead, a dead or like a very skinny cow. A dead cow. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I remember more me. milk today, Bessie. You're, you're like your toilet's like, please kill me. Please, I beg you. Someone flush a cherry bomb down me. <laughs> you just keep. You just keep. Throwing shit, you, you you just keep uh, just chucking them. You just keep chucking. You go, you gotta get. Uh, you get. I remember back in my day, we had Pittsburgh <laughs> toilets, and you you go downstairs, you save your you save your real smelly shits for the Pittsburgh toilet instead of the upstairs one because you your come dad, up from the mill. You go down the basement. You drop a big log in it. It wasn't a big deal. No one said anything. No one said. But now you know you, you know your dad you, your dad would get mad if you, you shit in the upstairs toilet because. <laughs> It, you know, he'd pull his belt out and he'd start whipping you. Are we, trying, are we trying Biden again? Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> I'm here to tell you, the American anus is coddled beyond belief. <laughs> the, the American anus? I don't know. Whatever. That's my, that's my new campaign slogan. <laughs> Save um, America's anuses now. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yeah. I don't, uh, were we talking about something before this? Were we? I don't know. Uh, changes. changes. Yeah. There was mm. something good and we didn't finish it, but maybe it was. It's never been good. It's never uh, been good. No. Yeah. Uh, God. I mean, like, I don't know. I, it's so hard to even think back on this because it seems so long ago that everybody was in a good mood. Yeah. Here, here's here's the real thing. That changed, I think, for me personally. For I me, <laughs> I can't speak for everyone, but I will say, with the pandemic happening, seeing less people, having less variety in my day to day, spending eight to twelve hours every single day in my same little office, staring yeah. at the same screen, and you know, it's not like you know, Christy and I don't have enough fun things to do together or watch together or talk about. We do, but just like your life needs variety, you need to mm -hmm. you need to do different things. Yeah, that's and why I jerk off with my left hand sometimes. <laughs> Every now and then, it's called the stranger. <laughs> yes. Sometimes I put an oven mitt on it. You get, a, you get an oven mitt. We sit on our hands for hours. <laughs> Terrible, hell of a thing. <laughs> hands are turned blue. 
Hey, you gotta, you gotta rub one out, but they, you know, you gotta find the right 15 second clip to get it. This is about the soul of masturbation in America. Right. Back then, we didn't have videos. You had to go to the store and you gotta, you gotta buy, a, you gotta buy a magazine. And you got one hand that's asleep, so you can't flip the pages. So you gotta hope the cover's right. And you realize you sat on it for so long it turned black and was falling off. Yeah. <laughs> Hell you realize you just amputated your head with your own ass. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what I'm talking about. Anyway, vote for me. <laughs> Joe the Stranger Biden. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, but like, so what, where, where, where I was going with this is just that, like, there's a toll to this where, like, yeah. even the stuff that's, like, fun is, like, sad because it's not the yeah. same. And, like, I got really, really burned out. Mm-hmm. And just, I don't know. I guess that's just depression, right? I mean, that's sure, just how, yeah. how some people responded to this thing. And I, I think, think other people are more upbeat. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think that's a huge part of it. I've been very fortunate that I, uh, my wife, I, I've, I've had my wife there to kind of like, we've kind of just dealt with it together. It's a little yeah. easier when you have someone to deal with it. Absolutely. With together. It makes a I think huge, that it is. I think it makes a huge difference. Um you know, I'm going to call him out here specifically on the podcast because he's a friend and I don't think he would mind as much. I know Dan was saying, mm-hmm. you know, like it's it, number one, it's very hard to date during this. Um, mm. Number two, if you don't have someone like if you're if you're not married or with seeing somebody and, you, you know, you're not coming home to that person every day to share that with mm-hmm. it, you know, it's very lonely as it is right. yeah. with me and my wife, you know, because we, we I really only get to talk to you guys like through Facebook. And, and the thing is, that's and, actually and, kind of great in its own way sure. having that. But it's still like all of this, it's not enough. It reminds you of how good mm. it could be. Like, we, yeah. we used to get together every Sunday night. Oh, and, my God. You know. <laughs> I mean, just, like, how much I miss having a room full of people yeah. watch some shitty movie right. and <laughs> laugh and cross-talk our way through it. I'm just as British as you are. <laughs> Hello in there. It's me, the other British guy. <laughs> Won't you come out so we can be British together? <laughs> It's uh, it's it's weird. Like you know, th- this is like really the first time that the three of us have gotten together in the same room. Oh my god! Since when was the, the last time? I mean, like maybe since, the bo- since the last time we did this. Yeah, well, we did it the 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 bonfire at Matt's. Yeah, right. Mm. But even then, we were you know we were distanced. We were distanced. Yeah, we were outside. Like we were. I mean, god, I, I mean, just, it does really make me wonder. Like, okay, so the thing is, what's here's a big change. Everyone is having to make their own decisions about what is acceptable risk for them. Yeah. Mm. In a time where normally you would feel like you would feel confidence that the powers that be would give you a plan. Yeah. And that you could like stick to that plan and not have to make so many personal decisions of like incremental. Like, is this okay? Is this not okay? Mm. But like in absence of like what felt like could have been stronger leadership. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It just, I don't know. There's so much more personal need to decide what's okay for yourself. Yeah. Over something that, I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. No, you're right. It's, you know, and like I said, I'm one of those people who I've, I've tried to be safe, but even then I'm still playing more fast and loose than mm-hmm. uh, I think probably the rest of you guys are. Mm. And, and more you also started this thing being pretty sure you'd already had it. I, right. That's true. Well, even that's not a guarantee though, that you haven't, I, I'm almost pot. I, if I did not, my wife certainly did because she exhibited all the symptoms to a T lost 
sense of taste. Yeah. Lasted for three weeks. Antibiotics didn't touch it. You know, mm-hmm. like it's the same, same thing that you know they're all they're all the same thing they're all talking about. They you know, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. It's um, so tempting now. We're gonna um, get really good at. We it. are gonna get really good. At it. We got we get good at the Trump one too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's. Uh, I feel like I'm playing it fast and loose more than I I need be. You know, um, anytime I feel like maybe I've been a little bit too careful, I like to just head down the street and lap up a puddle in the middle of the road. Yeah. Well, I yeah. mean, I do that anyway. <laughs> like, you know, like the where the washing machine drains into the street. Yeah. You just, just like soapy you water. Find a and nice, stuff. a nice puddle of standing water that's been there for a while. Yeah. yeah a couple right. of mosquitoes swimming in it. You yeah. Know. I just like to go and lick up something you look at and you go, oh, there's an amoeba in there. Mm-hmm. Nice, yeah. nice heaping helping of Legionnaires disease. Yeah, right. <laughs> There's an amoeba in there, and I want some of that. <laughs> well, I do need to lose 30 pounds in a week. I should I should drink this amoeba. This is probably the most effective way to do that. <laughs> the hottest fad diet in America, Legionnaire's disease, <laughs> sweeping the nation, yeah. shedding Ooh. pounds. <laughs> said one. Said one person. Ow. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> hey, you lit up that cigarette. That yeah. reminds me, I've been uh, five fucking years without a cigarette this year in October. That's like insane, man. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, if you're listening and you smoke, if you ever get the chance to quit smoking, mm-hmm. don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to tell you, I'm on the other side. Mm. You shouldn't quit. You should just keep, you know, ignore all, you know, ignore same all the signs. Ignore your family who are just like worried about you. Yeah. <laughs> same as like an alcoholic. Yeah. Like if you're if you're drinking too much, you should just keep drinking. Keep, there's you can I get have, to the I've other been side. Doing that. <laughs> yeah, you can you can you know, it's fine. Just like show up in a bathroom <laughs> to the grocery store to buy lotto tickets. It's fine. You just, just keep scratching in, yourself and yelling at you know, like the the people on the cereal boxes. Yep. Live your best <laughs> life. <laughs> do what you got to do. No, it fucking sucks, dude. I'm I, going to be quitting again. You, you should. It's, yeah. uh, you know, seriously, like it's it it's a good thing. It's it saves you so much goddamn money. It sure fuck it does. It, uh, you <laughs> feel better. You could taste things again. One of the biggest changes for me this year is I finally got my fucking finances under control. Mm-hmm. Finally. Mm, yeah, yeah, we're working on it. Like managing to like pay down some debt. I still have debt. <laughs> yeah, me too. But I have like. Like less, me too. Much less. <laughs> I have half the credit card debt I had. Beautiful. You know? That's good. Yeah, like, I know you were particularly rough there for a while. The thing is, I, I like bought a house when I could not afford a house. Yeah, of course. Mm. Um, a lot of people do. That's it's it's a symptom of our generation. Yeah, and the thing is, the banks will give you a fucking... Anything. I mean, They'll they, give you, yeah, this is America. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. They would Especially if you walk in there with a gun. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they'll just give you everything. everything. Yeah. And they'll let you walk out. <laughs> My wife and I were talking about like getting, getting a home because we need more space. We're talking about looking at houses, just something cheap for the meantime. And Isn't a bad time to be looking. No. Uh, and then we were, you know, we're going to sell it because we, we don't know eventually where we're going to end up in the, in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, um, you know, but we were looking at stuff around here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, talking about, like, just selling it in a couple years. And it was like, ah, she's like, well, can we do that? And I'm like, baby, this is America. <laughs> we can do whatever the fuck. We, we, yeah. could, we could buy it, live in it for six months and go, nah, I'm done with this thing and sell it back to the <laughs> you bank. You treat it like a pair of socks. Right. It, 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 this is America. You do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I, I've, uh, I, I have a lot of family who move around a lot. Mm-hmm. So I just, you know, 
I understand how the American housing system works. It's <laughs> yeah. there for you to, you know, eh, whatever, fuck it. We'll just. Yeah. I think, I think like rates are really, really low right now. They too. are. Yeah. We're mm. like trying to get people to buy houses. Got, we got to get, right. get her credit in order. Her, she needs a car first. Yeah. But. Me and, uh, me and Aubrey have been, uh, every once in a while we'll poke around on, on Zillow, Zillow. uh, yeah. because our, you know, our credit's pretty good between good. the two of us. Mm-hmm. Um, like, like she was the reason I was able to, uh, get the, get the, um, the Equinox, the Equinox. Yeah. Uh, and you know, I've been, I've been keeping up on my payments. I pay, I pay as early as I can and I overpay. What do you yeah. pay a month? That's the way to do it. What do you pay a yeah. month for that? Uh, it's like one ninety six a month. I always pay. I always oh, pay. Oh, that's great. Or, or no, one ninety two. I'm sorry. That's, okay, that's, that's less than the really car payment great. I have. Or, and I, you know, mine was a less yeah. expensive car by far. It's, it's one ninety two a month, but I always pay 200 a month, yeah, uh, because then the, the monthly goes down and down and down. Right. Mm-hmm. That's about what I, what mine is. And I bought mine used. Um, um, a seven year, six or seven, six, I think that's really good. Um, but it might, it might be less depending, you, you know, if I keep up with these payments, good credit. Um, yeah. that's the thing yeah. is good credit. Really? I mean, like when I got a car, my credit was at its absolute worst. Yeah. And boy, howdy, you yeah, don't want to pay for it. <laughs> yeah. I, I was lucky because I was able to weasel them down the, you know, I, I got my car for, uh, what the fuck? I'm, get, I'm getting a phone call from, uh, someone in the. Someone in my company, he, he he calls me a lot to do, uh, like you know, tech related stuff. Is as has he can't use his hands. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, I, I uh, you know, he pays me and everything. But um, yeah, it's it's eight thirty at night and we're in the middle of something. So <laughs> yeah, I'll, right. I'll let him, I'll let him leave a message. Yeah, I was gonna say he could probably yeah, he could probably wait skip that tomorrow. one. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I got mine. Uh, actually, that was what saved me a shitload of money because I was trying to get them down on the price, mm-hmm. and I got them down to like literally the bare minimum. That like I knew they weren't fucking around because my my final price was like ninety three forty eight thirty three. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they were like, because I had the Wait, fight. what? 93, 90 what? 40 what? $9,348.43. Yeah, I was like, it was like some real weird, obscure number. And I'm like, okay, that's weird. And the yeah. finance man, I was like, I want it for 9100 And the finance manager came out and he's like, all right, dude, look. <laughs> like, <laughs> he, like, he showed me, like, it was so funny. He brought the piece of paper out. He's like, okay, the dude who sold this car back to us <laughs> has been buying cars here literally since this place opened. Yeah. He's like, this was his wife's car and he got top dollar on his trade. He's like, this is what, this is what we gave him for the car. Yeah. He's like, if I sell this to you at this price, and it was the 9300 he's like, I'm going to make $200. <laughs> He's like, I got to pay his commission, which is like 150. Yeah. And I'm going to make 200. He's like, he like showed me everything. He's like, he's like telestrating. Yeah. The math he's of like, it. I, he's like, I can't go lower than this. And I was like, well, can you, you know, can you get my interest rate lo- ro- lower? And he's like, Yes, and he looked so relieved. Because like, I was at like, I, I had bad credit. You know, I was like 629. I think was my credit score. Mm. And he's like. And I think the bank was going to give me 9.9%. Yeah. yeah. And he's, I'm like, I said, can you get me a better credit rate? And he's like, yes. <laughs> he's like, I can absolutely get you a better credit rate. Right. And I'm like, do you know what it's going to be? And he's like, I can't tell you exactly what it's going to be, but I can tell you it's going to be a hell of a lot better than 9.9%. <laughs> I'm like, great. Done. You can get it down to a number that I like. We have a deal. Save me like twelve hundred dollars in interest. Yeah, sick. Dude, yeah, interest is fucking disgusting. Yeah, I was. It is. I went from nine point nine to four and a half percent just by like 
yeah. you know, sitting there and being a prick about it for <laughs> a couple weeks. You, you know, know, you know what I what I learned not too long ago is that uh, uh, according to I think the the New Testament, mm-hmm. uh, it's like if you're Christian. You're not allowed to lend money with interest. They called it usury. 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 That's that's right. Um, But in the Middle Ages, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you had to make some of that money back somehow. Uh, Jews didn't have that restriction. Right. Right. And so this is where this this stereotype right, of yeah. of you money know, grubbing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we uh, we actually talked about from. this on uh, the debt episode of Goose Chase. Oh, nice. Yeah. And and it was interesting because like we're still fucking that stereotype is still hanging that around. Yeah. yeah. That Christians did that to the Jewish people, essentially, is yeah. like. Here, you can get around my arcane religious objection to lending money, and then I'm going to persecute you for it right. forever. Can right. We, can we stop picking on the Jews Just already? Leave, leave the them Jews alone. <laughs> <laughs> what have they done except make something of a, a really shitty situation? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? They've had thousands of years of oppression. And yeah. Like every horrible thing that's happened to that 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 people. Yeah. You know, yeah, as you know, they've they've risen to the occasion and worked their way through it. And I mean, like, you know, Israel and their military stuff is a whole other discussion. Of course, of course. Fair. No, but, but like, but like, uh, okay, take a look at the just the, for someone simply being Jewish, right? Take a look at the standard American Jew, right? <laughs> the, your garden variety Jew, your garden, you know, <laughs> your, your base model Jew, <laughs> right? Your Jew LX. Your <laughs> They're, no, they're like they, they're hardworking people in general, you know, not to like really widely group them together. But let yeah. me do that <laughs> for, for a moment. <laughs> they, they're hardworking people. They treat their women well. You know, like it's fucking, I, don't know. I don't know a lot of Jewish people, but they've always been perfectly great. Right. Yeah. Stop. Stop making fun of people for being different than you. It's if if Borat and Kazakhstan oh can let God. go of anti-Semitism, you, okay, I finally so can I, you. I, I realize too that that we're we're talking about this when our first sketch involves. Uh, <laughs> yes, I was thinking that yeah. anti-Semitism. No, well, no, he's not. He's, he's vague, vaguely, vaguely, vaguely. He, res- he respects their their religion and the right to hold their, their religion. <laughs> he just doesn't like them. <laughs> right that's not how fucking enough. funny was was that scene in borat too when he the well in particular the when he goes to the synagogue, synagogue? oh my fuck I, I haven't seen borat too yet you really need to see you it. really need to see it it's uh <laughs> i it's, know i should we're gonna give this early wreck you yeah, should go totally. see you should go see borat Ooh. too uh without spoiling anything there's a scene where he goes to a synagogue to kill himself by jew <laughs> <laughs> he, oh my but god. He, he dresses in disguise as a Jewish person and it's so <laughs> fucking funny. Like uh, the, like the Kazakhstan idea of what Jews are is like insanely it's funny. It's so funny. It's like a long Pinocchio nose <laughs> and a bag of cash. <laughs> oh. Well, well, but here's the thing. Um I guess, the, the I guess mo- we're kind of a little bit spoilery. I know, right? The, the sweetest part. It's the sweetest part of the it's movie. The, it's the, yeah, exactly. It was a moment where, like, Christine and I both, I think, got kind of misty. You get a little weepy-eyed. Yeah, because he's, he's walked into a synagogue, and the, the two women that greet him could not be more wonderful people. Warm and welcoming, <laughs> and yeah. And sadly enough, one of them passed away. Yeah. Um, oh. They dedicated, they he dedicated de- the movie to her. Yeah. Wow. Um, uh, but it's like this, I mean, keeping well, in I mind mean, that he's Jewish. He's, that he's Jewish himself. Like, yes. it must have actually <laughs> moved him to some extent as well. Yeah. Uh, like, the, the, the way he was received just 
you really gotta see it. It's movie. really it's it's yeah. Yeah, I should I should see it. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh it's it was great. Uh, and hilarious hysterical. Yeah. Fucking hysterical. The, We're um, gonna talk about it on sequelize this at some point. We took a break after you know, right. post election. It was supposed to come out last week, but we we kind of like needed to regroup with the soul of the country at stake. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, it's uh, we're we're gonna talk about it on sequelize this at some point. But uh, it's uh, just making sure we're still plugged in over here. Okay. okay yeah, we yeah, are we're good. Okay. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, it's worth a watch. It's really funny. <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. And it's, if you have Prime, it's free. So just it's free, watch yeah. on. Yeah. Oh, is it now? Okay. It's free on Prime. Actually, cool, cool, cool. this part of the thing was like getting it published and distributed and all that. Yeah. yeah just, I think they just wanted to take the shortcut through Prime because you know that's like pretty reliable way to sure. get your movie sure. out. Yeah. And they had some interesting challenges because they clearly, like, you could tell that, like, the movie is in two parts, more or less. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's, like... Pre-COVID and post-COVID. Yes. And you can... <laughs> um, but they handled that all really, really well. I just... I don't know. I thought it was great. I, it, was, it was. It was really funny. Yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to check it out. Um, um, have we anything else for changes? Where are we... What are we at time-wise? I don't even know. Uh, we're only at an hour and a half. Oh, shit. We got plenty of time. <laughs> yeah. Plenty of time. God, it's just... It's nice to talk to everybody again. Yeah. Isn't yeah. it funny how fast time goes when yeah. you when you actually getting to enjoy sitting around and having a conversation again? I, I, I got to admit, man, it feels... This feels weird in a good way. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> But it's definitely weird. It's it, it, right. Am I crazy? Does this feel strange? A to, bit. Yeah, it, to, to be doing this again. To be doing this again. A little. Yeah, a little bit. It does. Bit, right. Yeah. Like uh, as long as we're, I'm not the only person like feeling that. I'm no. so, we're sorry if this isn't funny to you guys, because <laughs> like uh, we, you know, we always try and get some laughs on the show. But a lot of times this ends up being like serious discussion. Uh, well, I mean, we did talk about. You know, Alex Trebek putting his finger in Ken Jennings. Yeah. I thought it was Ken Jennings. Trebek got the jump on him. Yeah. <laughs> Trebek Weinstein. It was Ken like, Jennings. It was like just well, just remember also, we don't <laughs> he good. He Kevin Spacey, Ken Jennings. Oh. It was a real like Mexican standoff situation, but with the two of them. He Charlie Sheen Ken Jennings. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard like the fucking the- like the Charlie Sheen shit, like the stuff like that came out in court documents. No. The fucking like horrible shit that he. I'm not surprised no matter what <laughs> no. you tell me. Okay, so Char- yeah. Charlie Sheen is the most unintentionally <clears throat> horrible, hilarious person ever. Surely. There's like, okay, so for what he. There was court documents from his divorce. Make a great prime minister for Italy, yeah. honestly. <laughs> There's like there's court documents from his divorce where his ex-wife would like come in and just walk out in on him naked, drunk, jerking off to like kitty porn. No. And, and, and she'd be like, please, Charlie, for the sake of our children, stop doing this. Oh, my he, God. There's like there's this is on court I'm, documents. Okay, I'm actually surprised by this. I okay. take back. Yeah. that I thought I would not be surprised. Yeah, no, this is it's like, OK, so she like it's like, please, Charlie, for the sake of our children, stop. And it's on record in court files where he's like, look, turns and goes go fuck yourself oh my god <laughs> most horrible what a vile piece of shit what, what a horrible response to like the, mo- the most reprehensible look, thing the, you can do look, oh i'm totally God. on board with like doing <laughs> loads yourself. of blow and, yeah, right. and hanging out with hookers and yeah. everything yeah child porn's where i draw the line yeah dude. right for sure of course that's yeah, awful no. and then like things like okay like when he was hiv when we first found out he's hiv positive he's sleeping with hookers and they're like you know, they ask him like, "Are you clean?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, f- fine." And then there's like one where yeah. he like f- 
he like finishes with his hooker and he goes, Oh, by the way, I have HIV. <laughs> just like, no. Just like, and then chastises her for like being upset about it. Like, uh, what a rotten <laughs> what piece a of shit. What a fucking rotten piece God of shit. Almighty. It's like the most reprehensible response to like, <laughs> like I'm sorry. No, it's, it's, that's like cartoonishly evil. It's cartoonish. This way, I, it's like hilariously funny. Like, it's so dark that it's funny to me that this yes. fucking worthless piece of shit exists. And he's even he's like he's like a like a villain yeah right not just like a bad guy a villain yeah right well and then he like what he raped Corey feldman like you know do you think oh that is i, I do yeah because kind of because Corey haim talked about it like 20 fucking years ago when he, the first time that they did the reveal yeah and Corey haim was you know like oh you know i can't say who it is because you know the the actor that did it to feldman mm-hmm. is like known for threatening to kill people which is fucking charlie sheen's mo yep <laughs> you know what i mean yeah so like when all that shit dropped it's like you know and then his oh, his defense it to it wasn't even like no I didn't do it it was like no that's just you know that's what people in Hollywood do we just you know they have sex with each other which means that that happened to Charlie Sheen at some point uh, and he's just like oh this is normal uh, you yeah, know what I mean dude that's yeah. like so completely <laughs> bent like dark and fucked up and yeah uh, but that dude is fucked up like yeah. straight fuck and still alive somehow <laughs> and you know what Corey Feldman's also like kind of fucked up of but like course. for like for oh, like yeah. reasons that make perfect sense but like yeah, right. he's also like a genuinely fuck batshit person of course of course yeah, yeah. that's for you i mean understandably so like yeah Hollywood's fucked up, man. It yeah. is. One of the people I follow on Twitter is uh, Mara Wilson, who famously played Matilda yeah. in the movie of the same name. Yeah. And she, you know, she got out of that at like. <laughs> she famously played Matilda no, I, in Dwayne the Rock Johnson's The Tooth Fairy. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, are you OK? Yeah. What was <laughs> I just I can't say it. Just go on. <laughs> I can't. I, I, I'm not going to make you say it, but I'm just, not going to. Okay, I was thinking Mara Wilson, who, you know, famously <laughs> fucked Corey Feldman. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> famously. <laughs> it just went through my head, and I'm like, that's terrible. <laughs> uh, uh, no, but she uh, she got out of that business very early on and, uh, you know, has, has written stuff about it and all. Uh, and, and now does, you know, like, like. Uh, like real work, like good work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she's she's pretty cool. Um, yeah, she is pretty cool. One one change I really wanted to talk about because I think it's absolutely fascinating. What's that? Uh, is the fact that like because of COVID mm-hmm. and because of everything that that has been going on, uh, masks have become kind of a fashion statement. Of course, yeah, yeah. You know, people get people get masks with like you know Black Lives Matter or, or with like a logo for their sports teams. Yep, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's it's like a part of the entire outfit now. Right. And what was really cool, I thought, was uh, beers. Anybody? So oh, like, thank you. Shirley Bassey has come up in the news recently. Um, Shirley Bassey, uh, uh, perhaps best known to a lot of us as uh, the woman who sang the theme to Goldfinger. Goldfinger. Um, She still looks fucking gorgeous. Of course. Yeah. Um, And uh, she plans to release a new album. No shit. Fairly soon. Yeah. Um, But there's this photo of her that's been uh, that's been uh, going around on a couple outlets uh, where she has this this gold sequin dress and a matching mask. Oh, oh really? Shit. Yeah. Damn girl. Get it. Yeah. For real. Wow. Right. That's a look. Yeah. 
and it, 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 I saw this on on Reddit like two or three days ago in like uh, I think it was in uh, old school cool. Yeah, because there was a photo. Of I her, love that. Song, there was right. a photo of her in the 60s compared to like this photo of her today, which yeah, again, she's absolutely gorgeous. And I yeah. bet her voice hasn't hasn't changed all that much. Yeah. Um, but uh yeah, it, it made me think about like how just how much of a fashion statement and how much of a part of the outfit uh, a, a mask has become. Yeah, isn't know? that weird how, how people have adapted to that? Like, yeah, yeah. The, the more if I don't want to sound like pre- pre- pretentious, snooty liberal, but the more astute of us in public have kind of like just gone along with that pretty well, I think. And yeah. Sort of just let that be part it's, of your outfit. It's yeah. not a it's not a huge deal to wear a mask at all. No. Um. Yeah, and it's 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 become part of the outfit. It's it's something that you you know you can coordinate. You might have multiple masks that you might I coordinate do. with the rest of your outfit. You I know? do, in fact, actually, uh, which is weird. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, now that you think about it, I mean, just about anything that becomes like something you have to wear all the time will you, you, people will find a way to have fun with it. Sure, because mm. everything is expression. You right. Know? Yeah. I just I just, I thought it was really fascinating the way that that has kind of grown into. Uh, part of the culture, just a, a routine part of a person's outfit and yeah. and their personal sense of expression. My favorite mask that I own, and I don't own a lot of them anyway, is the one that says the hoarding and all the panic caused by uh, COVID-19 is proof of why Americans can't be told what's happening at Area 51. Yeah, <laughs> it just says it in plain English. It's true. I, uh, I, I only have two masks and they're about as plain as the rest of my outfit. One's green, one's black. Yeah, oh, right. That's about it. I got a Buckeyes one and I got a Bruins one. <laughs> that's cool. I was yeah. I was wearing one of those like one of those like stretchy like nylon ones that yeah, like go all the way around. But but then the CDC said like those aren't effective at blocking. They call them gators, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I stopped wearing that. I, I got they myself call, a real mask. They call them gators. They're, you know, they're, 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 your mask you put on your face has got lizard skin. They run in the streets. Yeah. All throughout <laughs> Arizona. You got gators just Arizona. up on construction vehicles, driving yeah. them into buildings. They hang yeah. out in the swamps outside Tallahassee and they'll eat your children. We have to do something about the gator menace in florida that sounds like w <laughs> we gotta we gotta do something about Brothers the gator, gator menace I, I believe that humans and fish can coexist peacefully <laughs> actual bush quote. Uh, yeah right <laughs> i love that <laughs> i didn't know that was a real quote i believe humans and fish can coexist what was peacefully. It? What was that's the something one I he s- actually said i was looking at bush systems the other day what was the one i said to you it was like obgyns need to be free to practice their love with women <laughs> <laughs> That's a horrible way. I don't know what he thinks OBGYNs do. Practice their love. <laughs> With women. With women, you know. Because women walk into the gynecologist's office because they feel a need to be loved. Now, to give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, that, that was I, I, think, I think what he... I know what he means. Yeah, he meant that doctors care about their patients course, by their course. nature. Yeah. Practice their love. <laughs> With cold steel speculum, <laughs> but to use it speci- to use that love that love thing it's specifically so with funny. OBGYNs is so weird. And the thing is, like all the all the news outlets who picked that up, like they would report it, and then you could hear the people behind the camera <laughs> laughing. Yeah, just like it's one so guy off in the corner going, <laughs> <laughs> it's "So fucking funny." Uh, my favorite, my I think my favorite Bushism is we need to come together. The leaders of the world need to come together. Uh, to stop these terrorist killers. 
Now watch, watch this drive. drive. <laughs> <laughs> and then he has Bush Jr. had a great golf swing. Oh, he, he had fantastic form. Impeccable golf swing. Did you swing. see that first pitch he threw out at a baseball oh, yeah. game? Oh, yeah, of course. Square over the plate. Yep. Yeah, mm. dude knew what he... Seriously, like, you don't have to agree with his politics, but of all the presidents in my lifetime, yeah. that's the one I want to have a beer with the most. I, I keep thinking about... I want to smoke a joint with George W. Bush. <laughs> I, just, at, at Trump's inauguration, where it was reported that he basically turned... To, I want to say Michelle Obama. Michelle Obama, yeah. They're it's like a, super like tight. Yeah, apparently. he turned to her after Trump finished speaking. He went, that was some weird shit. <laughs> <laughs> Which it was. Which it was, yeah. Right. He was talking about this insane vision of an American carnage that's destroying yeah, our whole right. country. Which that was I, some weird I, shit. That's, and that's and Bush actually shit. turned to Michelle Obama and said that was some weird shit. That was some weird shit. <laughs> Trump, Trump, or, uh, Bush, you did like... Four big bong rips before the inauguration. <laughs> like, get visine in his eyes in the limo on the way there. Yeah. Former President George W. Bush is passing you the boof. Yeah. Do you accept? Of course. <laughs> yes. You're damn right I do. It's so fucking funny. Like, yeah, the thing is, uh, yeah. Okay, so, like, damn, I don't wanna... that was some weird shit. I can hear him. I can hear him. That was some weird shit. <laughs> it's so funny. I don't want to minimize, like, the damage that the Bush administration did to us. Because no, I do think that they did. Or but... to the Middle East. Yeah, right. right. Like to like the world, but yeah. like also as a human being, independent of politics or beliefs, W doesn't seem like he would be too <laughs> unfun seem like, to hang doesn't out with. Seems like a bad guy. <laughs> seems like yeah. Seems like I want to have a barbecue with him. And that feels insane to say. I know because man, talk about changes. It right? did not feel like that back then. No, it yeah. didn't. It felt horrible. Sure didn't. But the the one good thing that's going to come from this, I think, is that there's gonna. I hopefully. There will be some air of bipartisanship somewhere. Well, there's level setting now. Yeah. I don't know if that means anything, but like during the Bush era, it was not uncommon to see people with signs that said Bush is a Nazi. Yeah. Now, mm -hmm. George W. Bush is not a Nazi. It's not a fucking not a Nazi. Not a Nazi. No. I mean, they really did damage. Yeah. But not a Nazi. Not a Nazi. Then we got the real Nazis and the guy who also might not be a Nazi. But, but it's super comfortable playing around with Nazis. Yeah. Mm -hmm. the, does that mean something? Has the yeah. level moved? Yeah. George Bush, with open arms, welcomed a, a, a black uh, president-elect into his White House. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Graciously. Graciously. Uh, and then became friends with his wife, <laughs> which is like, right. yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, man. I think... I, I think uh, one thing I'm noticing, too, is like between the, the, the occasional spats mm -hmm. that like the old guard Democrats are having with like the new blood. Yeah. And then also the, the Republicans that are willing to accept the Trump loss and the Republicans that aren't we're I, I think we're starting to see like uh, uh, half of each party shifting more towards bipartisan and half going in a different Extremist. direction. I think yeah. you're right. And, and that's going to be at the very least, it'll be interesting because we still have two visions of America, even though we elected a president, Based on a vision of America, we still have two visions, but it's not Biden's vision and Trump's vision, really. No. Mm -hmm. The two visions of America I see are, are we going to put all of that behind us, you know, or are we going to continue to, 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 uh, you know, demonize and isolate and be more and more radical? Like, which direction are we going to go? Yeah. yeah. I don't think that was exactly Biden's message, but it's close. It's close. To, it's close. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My my father said something to me when we were we, we went out for lunch last week and he you know we were it was it was basically the day after they had called the election, um, 
and uh, he said something along the lines of, you know, he said, you know, I genuinely believe that when we are at our lowest and worst, we become our strongest. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I, I think that has been historically true. And I really, really, truly hope that that's true now. Um, I think it can be. I think it can be, too. It, it doesn't. Nec- it, that's the thing, though. That's what I mean, is it, won't, it we will not necessarily become the embodiment of our better angels. I don't think so either, but I, but we but we are being asked to. It has to be it has to be better than what we're what we've seen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't like Republican or Democrat, liberal, hyper liberal, hyper conservative. You can't like you can't look at all this and think that it's good that people are just fighting with each other all the time. We're, I think even the fucking Republicans that are like really tight with Trump don't really want to live like this. Isn't no. that the real question is, do we want to live like this? Yeah. Like, do we want right. everything to have to be a knockdown, a drag out fight, yeah, a battle, you know? Because, like, this is how wars are conducted against other nations. Right. Mm-hmm. Not how a nation should talk to itself. Right. Right. Yeah, it's 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 scary. And it's like, you know, I, it feels like for the first time, you know, if they would have put another Republican up against him. Yeah. And, and that Republican would have won. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You mean like uh, up against uh, Trump? Like like if the Republicans had run another candidate? Yeah. Yeah. Say say hmm. we got say we had another Republican in the office. Someone like uh, someone like Kasich, right? Uh-huh. Okay, I'm just gonna throw him sure, out because sure. he's from Ohio. Yeah. Right. I think he, I think he makes a lot of sense too. It's I kind think of he a, makes a, a lot Trump sense. antithesis. Yeah, that's <clears throat> yeah. that would still be as fresh of a breath of air as Joe Biden is now to I a actually, lot of us. I actually agree because it's. I it, understand what you're saying. You, you don't have to agree with all the policy, but it's a person that you don't feel uncomfortable with leading the country. Sure, someone without the demeanor of a seventh grader. It's someone who takes his job very seriously, and there there are hyper liberals, like very very liberal people. That I now find maybe I wouldn't vote for, for president. <laughs> yeah, like um, in a lot of now, ways. Now, if if uh, if like if Kasich had the White House, I I would vastly prefer Democrats of to course. have a majority in both chambers of Congress. Yeah, uh, as as the trade off. Sure, but now, um, and that would sort. I, I and, feel, you, and you would probably get that with the way that the country is trended, like voting. Yeah, and I and I feel like with Kasich. Uh, efforts at bipartisanship between him and Congress would 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 be very close. Would work. Yeah, I agree with that. Here's yeah. the thing that continues to bother and haunt me, and I said this before the election, and I still feel like it. Setting aside the fact that there are Republicans I find now weirdly in 2020 that I don't dislike because yeah, of right. how far the needle has moved. That's mm. a good thing, I think. By the way, yes, but I also like want the Republican Party to like ache for 20 years for what it allowed to happen. Yeah, to happen. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I would. I would love to have five. Uh, five? No. Yeah, five straight Democratic terms. Yeah. yeah. Yes. That's yep. That's yeah. twenty years. <laughs> uh, yeah. At, at best, that's two and a half presidents. I mean, I don't think it will happen that way, but it's just like it seems to me like such an abdication of that role of citizenship that that they allowed this to get yeah. this bad. A cult of celebrity worship, and then right. that celebrity turns out to be a white supremacist. Yep, they took which, useful- which is something we we had been saying for a year before sure. the election. Sure. They elevated a useful idiot and they underestimated 
how much he could do. Devil's advocate, almost the same way that a lot of conservatives felt about Jimmy Carter when Carter got put in in the seventies. Carter, for mm-hmm. a lot of people, was like a uh, do nothing kind of guy. Yeah, and I don't think Carter's a bad guy. Mm. I don't think he was the greatest president we've ever had. Nah, um, which is why Reagan won all but one state, and they made him give up his peanut farm. They did they? They, they took his peanut yeah. farm away. Yeah, and, and then and then here you know. There's all these businesses that Trump and his his kids are running, yeah, and they don't they don't do a single goddamn thing about it. For some reason, those aren't conflicts of interest. Well, the problem is, but they, Jimmy Carter's peanut farm was. They knew they could get away with it. That's yeah. the difference. Is they, they yeah, because they're fucking hypocrites. It's a different kind of politic, and it, like if if it was any mm. other Republican, I think there would have been a greater push against that. Yeah, um, but yeah, you know he he. That's the scariest thing about this is it's a new dawn in politics where you can. What happens next? What happens next? You could. He sets so many dangerous precedents about what you can and cannot get away with, politics wise. Unri- unwritten rules that are shattered. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And and again, like I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be the the moderate voice of reason here. I, I, I think that there's some people on the left who are just as bad yep. with their message as, as you know what I mean. I never thought I would feel it's that a, way. It's a it's a hard message to sell to a country that, you know, yeah. uh, still has a lot of people who remember I like Ike. Right. Or, or a lot, you know, a lot of people who are still fans of Ronald Reagan. Right. Right. That, that's a tough message to sell if you're if you're that far left. Sure. You know, and damn what you feel about Reagan. But at least Reagan was presidential. Uh, you know, and I and I have no love for Ronald Reagan no, or I, that administration. No, fuck him. But, but by comparison, but by comparison, the, the needle has moved so much, right? That by comparison, people like this start to feel like a decent option. Yeah, and I think that says way more about Donald Trump's presidency than it says about those presidencies. Oh yeah, I agree. I agree. Know. Yeah. Um. So speaking of change, y'all notice how how you have to pay with exact change because uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, there's no coins. No coins. Is it still happening? I, I think you know that's what? wacky. Uh, I think it's I think it's getting. Li- <laughs> I think that's getting. Li- <laughs> it's it's getting time better. for Ben's wacky coin corner. Someone had to lighten the mood. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. No, it's I, been I, a politics heavy episode. Yeah, I, I'm not seeing as many signs. Though. I think it's getting a little better. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, like, I haven't paid with change in. Forever, and I rarely pay in cash. Can and, I tell you all yeah, something? No, I have a debit card. Fuck it. I'm completely cool with the uh, death of the coin in the American currency. Round system. them all down. Yeah. Round them all up. down. We I don't, don't care. Them. Make it an even number. Can we of get rid of them? Can we just get the bills yeah. and get this over with? You yeah. know what? You know what? Someone pointed out to me recently is that that <coughs> that rounding up mm-hmm. that you can do for like charity. Yeah, it's not you giving to charity. It's the corporation. It's corporation, giving to charity, of course. Yeah, and then they get sweet tax breaks. I've for been it. saying this bullshit for years because I worked at Best Buy for seven fucking years. And that years. had never yeah. occurred to me. Those fucking liberal back patent pieces <laughs> of fucking shit. Yeah, heard like, here. oh, we, we donated. And then the one year, the one year I worked there, they were supposed to stop it. <laughs> no, no, no. No, li- it has nothing to do with liberals or conservatives. It has to do with it has to do with businesses taking taking the, the money, taking all those donations, yes, donating right. it. It's and getting back tax but, but Best Buy is a liberal business. That's why I'm pointing that out <laughs> right. specifically. They 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 fucking okay. The one year. They they extended the deadline of donations by a month specifically so they could beat the previous year's donation record. 
I'm yeah. not fucking shitting you. I worked there and watched it happen. <laughs> yeah. Those fucking pieces of shit. And then like, oh, look what we did for St. Jude's. It's like, you didn't fucking do it. No, it's the a, people that came and bought stuff at your store did it. And then you took credit for it. So you right. could get tax breaks. Yeah. Right. You yeah. fucking idiot. And, and that had never occurred to me before. Oh, yes. and now Scam. I'm, and now I'm Which like, is why I don't fucking donate to them. <laughs> yeah. If you really want yeah, to do something. Donate do, directly. Donate directly. That's the thing. Send a $20 bill to St. Jude's and you will have already done more yeah. than you're going right. to do with all mm-hmm. your purchases anyway. Yeah. Right. Aubrey and I usually whenever we see something that's like, oh, that's that's so nice. We'll we'll donate directly. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah. It, it, yeah. I, that had never occurred to me. And I feel like a fool for not seeing mm-hmm. that before. Well, they know that they they count on you to not figure right. it out. Right. Right. Um, yeah. I figured that out like my second or third year into Best Buy. I'm like, wait a fucking minute, because <laughs> they put the company newsletter out every year and they're like, oh, we gave 40 million dollars to St. Jude's. And it's like, Change you didn't th- fucking give anything. You had people round up to the nearest dollar and right. get all those all of those coins because they didn't they didn't like match donations or anything, at least for the first few years I was there. They just took people's money and gave it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, you didn't fucking do that. The American people did that. And then you took credit for it. Yeah. The tax system is fucked. It is fucked. Just allowing it's completely and totally fucked. Because this is not only extremely legal, it is smiled upon by everybody. Of course. Why is it like Because it's charity. (laughs) It's charity. I had someone try to tell me once that fucking uh, the reason why Donald Trump wasn't paying anything in taxes for 10 years is because he donates so much to charity. Oh, like, what are you like, fucking talking Are you fucking stupid? Like, Look like at him. Yeah, his, right. his charities, which don't do anything. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Right. God, I cannot. Because here's the thing. There's going to come a day, I feel like, and it won't be that long before a lot of things that were previously kept very quiet are going to come out, are going to be public. Mm-hmm. And I don't necessarily want to totally root for like a public flogging of anybody. But man, this dude deserves some shit to see the light of day. Tar do, you, feather. do you remember when Gaddafi got publicly dragged through the streets on the hood of a car, on the hood of a car yeah. and spit on by <laughs> his own people? Do you remember that? Do you so remember how good a, that looks? A great. What day. a great photograph that I, was. I have a uh, I have a um, I have I'm a, just saying I have a video I got to show you guys because the way it's edited is so great. But uh, yeah. I think it was uh, Matt, Matt Gates, Matt Getz. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, Gates. Uh, uh, trumpet player Stan Getz. No, it's uh, it's Getz, isn't it? Yeah. I think so. But um, that's a DUI having piece of shit. <laughs> but uh, but he makes a reference to uh, uh, Gaddafi. And uh, I, I got to show it to you because the way it's edited is so funny. Yeah, I remember that day. I remember like. I feel like I was working at GM at the time. Beers? Oh, I'm good. I remember seeing, like, like the news of that circulating. I mean, like, oh, yeah, you know, normally you wouldn't celebrate someone being so publicly tortured. Yeah, but, but when that, that dude... But that it's dude, Muomar Gaddafi. It's Muammar Gaddafi. That dude tortured his country. Of course. Yeah, yeah. fuck him. They, they sat on international aid. They sat on shit. They collected it for themselves. They, they you know, they, they hoarded and they, they punished the people of their country. Yeah, you deserved it. You would feel bad. Like that photo is so it's it's tremendously horrendous if that guy's not a piece of shit. Right. If he's not Muammar Gaddafi, because it's like some guy took this photo on his camera phone. Yeah. Of him pinned up against the hood of a car with somebody raising a shoe over his head. (laughs) And he looks fucking terrified. He knows exactly what's What's about about to to happen happen to him. Yeah. 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 I wish I wish we had pictures of Bin Laden. I know, don't you? Don't I just, you wish, just they, wish I wish we had a sad picture of him sitting mm-hmm. there with his hands tied with a zip tie on a boat. Yep, waiting to get ditched at sea. Yep. God, don't you don't you just relish in the fact? 
I, I remember they showed on on uh, cable television, cable news one time when it happened. They got 144p cell phone footage of Saddam Hussein swinging. <laughs> oh, I remember that. And uh, they showed it on M. I remember uh, I woke up at 430 in the morning to take a leak. Yeah. Uh, and my dad was always up at four o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. for some reason. That's just, you know, when old, old people sleep schedule. Right. Dad got dad was up at four in the morning. I went to take a leak and I, I went in, you know, I was like walking past his bedroom because I would always spend the weekends at his place. And I walked past his bedroom. And I'm like, hey, what are you doing up? What are you watching? And he's like, oh, they're about to hang Saddam Hussein. They got footage of it. <laughs> Oh, and I'm cool. like, I'm like, oh, cool. <laughs> when it's like, <laughs> and watch that piece of shit swing. The thing is, what you see most in that video is his shadow. Yeah, it's a shadow. And that's enough. That's good enough. Fine. It, fine. The guy who and like you take you take political affiliation out of it. You watch a guy who just tortured his same, you know, same thing. Yeah. Tortured his people for so Chemical long. Chemical weapons and the whole shebang. And he just, I mean, he let, he cast such a dark shadow on mm. on that section of the world for so long that it was like, you know, doesn't matter. Nothing brings Americans together like watching some worthless bastard piece, piece of, of shit, shit dictator eat it. Just bite it. And they showed it one time on, on national news at 4.30 in the morning, and yeah. then you never saw it I'm again. sure you can find it on YouTube. You can find it now. Yeah, it's easier to find leak. out. But they, they showed it one time. You got to watch that bastard swing. And, yep. And, and it was just, it felt, it was a, it's a, you get this patriotic boner that just rises up in you and you see shit like that. Yeah. Well, you don't get it a lot. You don't yeah. often get no. that yeah. kind of justice. When, when, when Obama came out and said, we got him. I, yeah. I was just about to say, same feeling when uh, Obama uh, parachuted into Afghanistan. And <laughs> just Single-handedly. Just like, like, like <laughs> mission uh, accomplished. Like Christian Bale in equilibrium, just like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just ran shooting, up walls. And, yeah. Shooting everyone in the combat and then uh, walking up to Obama. Obama or uh, Osama bin Laden. <laughs> Obama finds Obama finally. <laughs> just rips his testicles off with his bare hands. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Talk about no nut November. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's nothing. There's nothing that gives you a freedom boner quite like watching a piece of shit bastard yeah. fucking swing from the gallows. That's the thing is it shouldn't it shouldn't be as uh I don't know, maybe it should cathartic as it, it should. Yeah. It's it's the look, human beings are primal at their <laughs> nice. Thank you. At their very core. A, I had to pause. Let that breathe a, a little. Four, four from the French judge. <laughs> um, human beings are very primal at their core, yeah. so it's nice to. <laughs> you still enjoying your fart? Sorry. It was pretty good. Okay. Yeah. I wonder how that's going to turn out on the audio. Oh, it will be audible <laughs> to all. Um, it's n- it, we're, we're very primal and we're very. <laughs> Sorry. Um, we're very. Um, we just love to see we justice. Like to see, we like to see justice and we like to see murder. Yeah. Um, a little bit. So it's nice to get a little dose of that every now and then. Yeah. And there's nobody I can think of. I mean, uh, Kim Jong-il or Kim, Kim Jong-il. Kim yeah. Jong-un is the only one I can think of right now that would be like, you know, you kind of. I thought for sure that guy was going to die. You kind of want to watch that fat piece of shit strapped <laughs> naked to a missile. <laughs> Paraded across <laughs> Kim Jong Il Square yeah. or Kim Il Sung Square, and Tied, just, <laughs> tied up with the body pillow, the anime body pillow that we all yeah. know he has. Yeah, <laughs> just strapped to a nuclear warhead and then launched into mm. space as it falls and falters. You know what I mean? Yeah, 
There's, I, I mean, there's, a, there's there's people who truly deserve to meet their reckoning. Sure. You know? I think most people would agree with that. And if you're not, you're a filthy hippie communist. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just a fucking lefty piece of shit. I just, I, I wish just to be, just to be a fly on the wall for when they dragged Osama bin Laden out. Yeah, of the, <laughs> yeah, just. How, I was actually looking because uh, someone, I think it was in, I can't remember what documentary I was watching where they were talking about like where they found him. Mm. You can, you can pull the compound up on Google Maps. Yeah, <laughs> you can look at it, and it's in Pakistan, and it's in a, uh, uh, it's in a town. Yeah, uh, not that far away from like, uh, like a military academy and shit like that, and it's just right in the middle of the town. Yeah. Just a walk away from a convenience store kind of thing. Right. And it's like he was just chilling in relative, you know, I mean, I'm sure the people in town had to know. I don't know. Who knows? It's 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 always poetic to see these guys bite it in such mm-hmm. unglamorous ways. That's really kind of it. You know what I yeah. mean? Saddam Hussein swung in a, in a room with like 20 people in it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But, but I mean, for bin Laden, like. What could be more glamorous than getting your brains blown out by the Navy SEALs? Yeah, well, that's why that's, what <laughs> that's I mean. pretty glamorous. He, di- he um, died in a fucking shithole, though. Like he did. They you know, dumped him in. They dumped him in the ocean. They dumped him in the ocean. Like he just he was. You but know. that that's no no no. They they like that was supposed to be like a like a traditional like that was just Afghani to avoid burial. starting like a fucking other war somehow. Right. Uh, it was okay. Like give him like a tradition like a, a um. Religiously approved burial at sea. Yeah, they blew his head off and then threw him in the Pacific. <laughs> is what happened. Okay, um, I'm still not even really convinced that they had the right people I'm on that either. boat. I'm not either. Yeah, because um, <laughs> you're supposed to have someone there to like bless the thing, sure. and then you can have like a burial at sea, and it's totally, it's totally cool. Yeah, <laughs> even someone like uh, Pablo Escobar, who cast such a dark shadow over Colombia for so long. Yeah, he got chased through the streets. Yeah. And uh, across rooftops in in, uh, in the small town, and then fucking murdered. Like they just they shot him full of holes <laughs> on a rooftop, and he died like running away. Yeah, like dirty <laughs> and on the run, and uh, not impoverished, but like not comfortable, li- but like living in squalor because they were fucking. He pissed so many people off in the mm-hmm. Colombian government and the United States that he like. They fucking chased him out of his mansion mm-hmm. and like <laughs> gunned him down in cold blood on a rooftop in the middle of nowhere. And they took glamour photos of him with holes in his body in a corner on a rooftop. Oh <laughs> like, you know, you could like look at photos oh, of him man. just fucking Swiss cheesed. I this is making me want to play Hitman again. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, I was thinking of the, the, the three-headed serpent. Yeah. 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 Yeah, great mission. Uh, I uh, <laughs> I wonder how long it is until El Chapo tunnels his way out of Brooklyn. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, like, he's already gotten away so many damn times. Yeah. I, he ain't getting out of the U.S. I don't think so, uh, but you just, I you never know. know with that guy. He ain't getting out of the U.S. He's I, like, I he's doubt like Bugs that. Bunny. Yeah. <laughs> he just keeps figuring it out. Yeah. So anyway, do we have do we have have we anything else? I think we've padded the stats here. We sure have. We are uh, we're over two hours here, yeah. so maybe it's time to take Call a break, it. talk recommendations, what we learned. Yeah, um, this was a lot of fun. Yeah, it's uh, it you know, just good. talking it's about the death of brutal <laughs> dictators, brutal dictators and bodies and full of holes, and <laughs> Trebek's figures, <laughs> <laughs> Mara Wilson. I was yeah, traumatized right. Corey Feldman. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, let's take a break. Yeah. We'll be back in a minute. Oh, thanks, Reggie, for keeping us safe. Oh, yeah, thank you. We now return to yet another edition of Vaguely Mafiosa Pizza. Hey y'all, how do you, how y'all doing? Uh, not bad. Uh, what you what you doing? It's there? a pizza shop, Brad. I walk into a pizza shop, correct? Well, you see the big sign up there that says pizza shop. Oh so yeah, 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 that's right. You got the big slice. That's right. I saw the big slice from the street come yeah. in. Won't give me a big slice. That's why we uh, that's why we put it up there. You you got a fucking problem? No, I just got me a hankering for the big slice. Well, uh, I guess you're in the right place. Uh, what can I get you? What you what y'all fellas got on the menu? Uh, pizza. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's pizza. What, what you put on your pizzas? Well, what do you fucking want on it? Nah, I don't know. What you put on your pizzas? You tell me something, I'll make a choice. Well, I got, uh, what, uh, lamb and peanuts? I got, uh, yeah. capers and smuckers jelly? No. I got, uh, black olives and more black olives and more black olives. That's the black olive special. That's a lot of olives. It sure is. It's too many. <laughs> I agree. Boss, don't forget to tell him about our mayonnaise and banana special. Oh, yeah, the, the, we got the mayonnaise and banana special. That's Frankie's new thing. It's hey, dude, dude, Frankie. Doing all right. Doing all right. I, the mayo and bananas. I, my, 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 my nana used to, to cook it in my childhood, you see. Yeah, see, Frankie, I come in here because I've seen the sand and got the big slash. Yeah. I won't get me a big slash. Well, you want some bananas and mayonnaise? Or? Something like a normal kind of pizza, like a human being would consume. Whoa, 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 whoa! Are you, are you, are you, are you disrespecting my nana's cooking? Yeah, you. What the my fuck? Yeah, yeah. What do you got against this meemaw? Yeah. What do you got against my nana? Fellas, I understand I'm a guest here in this pizza establishment. I just want me a normal big slash. What do you, well, what do you want on the slice? Are you saying we ain't normal just because we Italians, huh? You, you want capers? You want peanut butter? You want dog hair? What do you want? Well, you keep going. I got dirt, worms. I got gravel. Yeah. I got tire fluid. This, um, this. We got we got avocados, I think. <laughs> yeah, we just uh, we just made some avocados. You want some avocado pizza? Yeah, it sounds pretty nice. We got human meat. Human meat. Granddad used to call it long pig. <laughs> long pig. That's a menacing image. It sure is. Hey, what the? What part of the country are you even from? I can't, <laughs> I can't quite pinpoint your accent. I come from uh, uh, over to the southwestish, east northish. Yeah. Of the middle of the prairie plains. Ah, yeah. I would have never guessed that. I live underneath the stars in an open pontoon boat. Yeah. In the middle of the desert. What the fuck are you talking about? Lugged it out there myself. Nice. Yeah, found it by a dried up old lake. Sir, I gotta ask you to uh, place an order if you're gonna do that. <laughs> yeah, place it in order or what? Come yeah. on. Don't insult his nana. Come on, give me, give me some fucking work. And don't, you know don't... who you're talking to? This is frankly the newly reformed former anti-Semite. <laughs> don't, don't insult my Mima. Don't insult my hoo-ha. Far be it from me, gentlemen, to insult your hoo-hows. But what are you fucking ordering? Y'all got bacon. No, we're, we're Koshi. He's uh, a newly reformed anti-Semite. We don't do that. That's a damn shame. Y'all got Gila Monster on the menu? <laughs> uh, yeah, as a matter of fact. 
You oh, want, that's fantastic. I'd like me some Gila Monster. You want extra Gila Monster for I a dollar more? Well, as much as you can put. I want you to stack that pie, clear to the ceiling with Gila Monster, cram it in that oven, and bake it good. Well, I think I could just put a whole Gila Monster on top of your pizzas. That's in not, slices, please. In slices? In slices. Do you want it all formed up together like it's one piece and then it slides apart, or do you want it all mixed I want you to slice the Gila Monster into several segments, then rearrange them in the shape of the Gila Monster on top of the pie. All right. So here's what I'm going to do, boss. I'm going to go out back to the Gila Monster pen. That sounds promising. Here's what I'm going to do, boss. I'm going to show those Gila Monsters what for. Hey, you don't mess with Tony's, Tony, Tony Lucchese's fucking pizza uh, uh, galaxy. And we're going to, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to teach those smart-ass Gila Monsters not to fuck with Tony Lucchese, okay? That's right. With, with, with respect, Mr. Lucchese. Oh, Gila I, Monsters do have a disrespectful attitude, and it is best to keep them in line. We all know that Gila Monster is best served fresh. Absolutely. Right? You got it. We all know this. We so I'm all gonna, know that. I'm going to take... I'm going to take my 15-pound bowling ball, and I'm going to stun one of them. Oh, perfect. And while it's still breeding, I'll, I'll do the slicing, and I'll do the cooking, and I'll, 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 serve this, I'll serve this man a pizza he can never refuse. Why this man brings his 15-pound bowling ball to his pizza shop, we will never know. Well, it's he's it's the best ball. way to stun the Gila monster. It's the best way to cope with his former anti-Semitism. Yes. Bludgeoning animals to death with a bowling ball certainly does release a mighty amount of rage. My Meemaw taught me the technique. It'll be uh, sixteen fifty, sir. Well, a smart ass Gila monsters, a thing or two. He'll be just a moment. Sixteen fifty. Well, that sounds about fair. Thank you very much, gentlemen. No problem. We'll have that pizza up for you in the next, I don't know, thirty minutes. Or so. All right, boss, boss, boss. The Gila monsters got out. They oh, all got damn out. Damn it, not again! Uh, I left the door open too uh, long. I'm sorry, Mister Lucchese. Oh, it's okay. Let me get my wrangling stick. Hold uh, on. All right, just a minute. So your pizza's gonna take. Man's a got a wrangling stick. Yeah, we, we got to get one of those. I'm a simple desert man, and I carry a wrangling stick everywhere I go. <laughs> oh, hold on. You don't happen to have a mask on you, do you? Because you're going to have to put one on. That's a good point. I've been living outside civilization so long, I don't even really know how to coexist with people. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's a lonely life on a pontoon boat in the middle of the desert by yourself, eating gila monsters and sucking <laughs> cactuses. Boss, they're in the trash. They're eating the trash. Oh, damn it. Not again. We got to save that for toppings. <laughs> oh God! Why did I do that? God damn it! Hey, you know what? It's, you're, you haven't you haven't done that on mic in no, a while. I'm fucking out of practice. <laughs> Your throat Fuck. muscles that you use to make that horrible sound. <laughs> <laughs> I need to drink more beer. That's the problem. Yeah, loosen myself up a little. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Lovely. Ooh, that was good. Gorgeous. Oh, that was meaty. Yeah, it was a nice <laughs> meaty burp. Hey everybody, how you doing? Ah, uh, all right. Good. Okay. <laughs> laughing, <laughs> laughing my ass off at Twitter. Yeah. Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> um, yeah, there's some pretty good. Uh, there's some pretty solid memes going around right now, yeah. and we didn't really talk that much about them. But I'm gonna tell you, like in the early days of uh, 2016, everyone was like, "Oh, the left can't meme." Yeah, that's I, not that, true. That is not true. That has never been true. The that's, left has the left has memed pretty well lately. Yeah, dude. Pretty. Like, pretty great since like 2000 or so yeah i mean you know there's like there's like a i don't know there's like kind of like cringe memes <laughs> oh yeah but there's then there's like but, but the left really can't meme oh of course the um the right cannot meme no not at all really bad sometimes they meme fairly well i think i just don't like their point of view yeah <laughs> i just disagree with them i just don't like it um Oh, God, what was I going to say? Oh, um, 
uh, one of my favorites going around is like, I'm never going to stop laughing about the four seasons thing. Yeah. Like, oh I, like I'll be laughing as they're lowering me into the ground <laughs> at my funeral. Uh, like the, the four seasons thing is so, so fucking, fucking hilarious. It was, it was like legitimately like one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Um, <laughs> like it, 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 it broke you a little it bit. Did. I, I think I said it was like that episode of South Park where, Cartman sees something so funny that he can't laugh anymore. Yep. That was, that was like my reaction was like, Oh my God, this is like actually the, for people who don't know what this is, is like the, the Trump campaign, they, they (laughs) wanted to book a press conference at the four seasons, but the campaign booked the wrong four seasons. I I saw a sequence of events, which made more sense than this actually. Okay. okay, Here's what I saw someone propose and it makes a lot of sense. They all know they're going to book the Four Seasons Hotel. Mm-hmm. Mm. Trump tweets it publicly. Press conference at the Four Seasons. Then they call the Four Seasons and they say, we're not having you here. Yeah. So then <laughs> they have a choice. Either like new venue or make it look like it was always meant to be that other Four Seasons. <laughs> the landscaping the company. The landscaping business. On the outskirts of Philadelphia. So they call them. Across the street from an adult bookstore. <laughs> and the owners are like, sure, I mean, I guess if you, I mean, we're open. Yeah. And then they do. So that's the sequence that makes the most sense to me is. It wasn't that they got it wrong in the first place. It was a face saving move because they were told no by their chosen venue. It's so it's like the fact that like that actually happened and that Rudy Giuliani and Eric Trump and Eric Trump (laughs) to stand in a dirty parking lot in the shitty industrial area of Philadelphia (laughs) steps away from a porno shop, a place that people really don't go. It's it's like an episode of Parks and Rec, but with a cast that you it's fucking so, hate. It's so it's so absurd. It's amazing. It's so I mean, it's just like Rudy Giuliani had to get driven there in a motorcade. Yeah, they had Secret Service protection to stand around them in a dirty parking lot. It's like and it's like the, it's one of those things where you hear it for the first time and then you're like, no. <laughs> like, come on. That no, there's no way that's this is a joke, right? I, I didn't believe it. I didn't either. I would also like to mention that uh, Four Seasons Total Landscaping in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania mm-hmm. has three and a half stars on Google. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're OK. They're pretty good. Yeah, I would consider them. They're, Give them your patronage they, for your landscaping. They're shows. currently selling um, merchandise like Make America Rake Again. <laughs> yeah. That's perfect. Uh, oh. Fucking gotta love them. Brilliant. Um. So uh, uh, one of the funnier things that that has come out of this as well is that someone recreated that parking lot in VR chat and it's populated by furries naturally. (laughs) (laughs) Of course it is. (laughs) With the Trump signs of the podium in the scene as well, naturally. Isn't it just somehow like a perfectly fitting end to a thoroughly incompetent administration? Yeah, Yeah. it really is. Oh, it's... Again, I, I like I'll be I'll be six feet every once in a while. I'll wake up from the dead and start laughing about it again and then die again. Yeah, <laughs> it's really funny. I mean, it's legitimately funny. You know, what we haven't even talked about on this podcast. What's that? The fact that Joe Biden is no longer abandoned in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, we, didn't talk, we didn't talk about it on the podcast. But nice there was, and cozy. Wilmington, Delaware. Yeah. The series of fundraising emails I got from Stop Which, Republicans. Incidentally, is where I was born. Oh, yeah, really? right. Yeah, I was born in Willington. Yeah. I didn't know that. that, is the, that is we the talked about it on the podcast before. I forgot that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was born in Delaware. 
The yeah. most interesting state. <laughs> <laughs> the first state. The first state. You're right. As a matter the of first fact. state to uh, ratify the, uh, the the documents of, of union or whatever. Mm-hmm. The the paper what you had to sign to make yourself a state. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the, um, we, I, gosh, did we even talk about like. So, no, we didn't. So, like, in the midst of all this other stuff, like, uh, what is it? Uh, um, which state is it? Rhode Island and Providence Plantations, which was their full name. Yeah. They've. They voted to change it and remove the Providence Plantations part from their official state name. Yeah. Um, you, and um, Mississippi changed their fucking flag. And flag, it looks yeah. pretty good. Yeah. The new yeah. flag is good. It's no longer a racist looking flag. Yeah. A couple of good things happened in there that like, no one talked about. It's like a white lily surrounded by a bunch of stars it's with a gold state flower. star on, yeah, it's on, the a, state on the top. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it says, in God we trust on the bottom. Yeah. It's a, what, blue background flanked by a narrow yellow stripe followed by two broad red, red stripes. stripes. So yeah. it's vertical. Uh, yeah, it looks pretty nice. Fantastic mm-hmm. looking it's a flag. Classy flag. There's mm-hmm. If you ever want to get into it and look at, there's a, there's a guy, I can't remember his name, who makes it his business to like look up and um, and share shitty flags yeah <laughs> like from like towns and like little municipalities and stuff like the ugliest flags in america it's our f- his our flag rocks yeah our flag's pretty flag? good we yeah we 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 we're rebels we did it different we made it like a, a pennant yeah. yeah it's very classic <laughs> it's a pretty cool flag yeah like yeah the classic colors and everything and, and the best part there's no fucking st- stars and bars in it no Nope, it's just stripes and a, bu- a symbol for the Buckeye. Yeah, and that's that's it. It's nice and simple. It's classic, and it's got a cool shape. Yep, <sighs> and it's a great way to stay in shape. <laughs> <laughs> um, do we want to talk recommendations? Yes. The thing is, I should have more of them. I'm kind of limited. <laughs> Ooh, I, I got I got some I got some recommendations. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Uh, who wants to go first, or I can jump in with something. Why don't you jump in? Because I gotta look this up. Yeah. Real quick. All right, so this is one, and I know if Dan is listening, uh, he probably would uh, also, uh, I know because he's endorsed this himself, but Auntie Donna's new show is on Netflix, and it is, in fact, really funny. (laughs) I bet. I watched three episodes. He kind of said to me the other night, he's like, he was told, you know, maybe watch one and then take a break. Like, people are recommending don't just binge it all straight. (laughs) But I kind of couldn't help myself, so I watched like half the show. (laughs) <laughs> um, it's exactly like if you've been watching their YouTube sketches for a while, you know exactly what you're getting. Sure. It's exactly what you expect from Auntie Donna. Um, it's super funny. Um, Ed Helms is an executive producer and he pops up in it. <laughs> um, it. There's a weird gag where like he realizes that people have been getting his name wrong and his name is actually Egg Helms. <laughs> Egg Helms? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. This is like some really silly gags. Scott Ackerman is briefly in it in at least one episode. Um, it's uh, it's classic Auntie Donna. Yeah. Uh, the concept is Auntie Donna's big old house of fun or something like yeah, that. Right. And it's just it's like another. You know, how they do these things where it's like, oh, it's the office in 1999. Right. Yeah. They, they have of like themes of sketches. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> so that's this one. It's just the big old house of fun. Right. Uh, <laughs> some of the stuff seems a little bit lifted from their live show. Yeah, but like repurposed for the well, show, which is fine. That's fine because it's still very funny. Monty Python made Serious Bank just refilming a bunch of their most beloved sketches from Flying Circus and right. packaging is packaging it as uh, something completely different. Right. Yeah. Right <laughs> now, here's something completely different. Something completely different. <laughs> Arthur Two Sheds Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great weird joke. <laughs> I was uh, I was like singing. I was like whistling. Always look on the bright, bright side, side of life. life. 
<laughs> I was like whistling. Uh, my wife was like, "What the fuck are you whistling?" <laughs> they uh, like, they sang that at Graham Chapman's funeral. They did, adorably yeah. enough. Yeah. Aww. Uh, what's what's the what's the thing John Cleese says? Uh, good, good riddance, riddance to the filthy bastard. I hope he fries. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, what a great. Yeah, uh, it's because the so whole funny. audience is captivated and very serious. Like while he's giving that eulogy, and then they all just burst out. Like, at once. It's like that moment of catharsis. I hope he, he fries. You know. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, new anti Donna is uh, really good. Um, I might have another one, but you know what? Unlike how we typically do, I'm just going to pass it off and maybe I'll think of another one and bring it back. All right. I got one for you. Okay. Yes. I'm going to recommend an album that I meant to recommend several months ago when I first went through and uh, re-listened to this band's entire discography. It was like shortly <laughs> after I lost my job and I was uh, painting. I was helping my uncle paint his, his uh, new oh, house. Yeah. He moved back in town. Uh, well, he bought it at second house back in town. Um, and they, we were repainting everything and like just getting everything in order for them. And, uh, I went through and I listened to the entire discography top to bottom, including the most recent album of the Dutch band, the Stat. Yes. Um, yes. The Stat, which is Dutch for the state, Mm -hmm. um, which is, you know, uh, a band where, whose music is, is, uh, pretty transparently about, um, common world popular culture and mm-hmm. uh the state of uh humanity as it pertains to uh political you know uh leanings and yeah uh, ideas and pop culture in general they're kind of a band with something to say yes uh, uh mm-hmm. founded by uh in like oh nine by frontman torre florum a torre florum torum t-o-r-r-e god bless you uh, right <laughs> um who is like incredibly fucking handsome? He's a dapper looking gentleman. Good looking dude. Hell um, yeah. The album I'm going to recommend is their second album. It's called Machinery. Mm. Uh, the one really cool thing about this band is that every record that they make is sounds very different than the last record that they've done, mm-hmm. but it is unmistakably still the stats. They have a very keen sound mm-hmm. that is very grindy, um, uh, electronic, mm-hmm. um, industrial. Industrial, I was just going to say, yeah. Very, very industrial kind of sound. Uh, machi- yeah, like they have an aesthetic, maybe. They have an aesthetic. Uh, Machinery is maybe their most heavy record mm-hmm. uh, of all the ones that I listen to. Um, which is maybe why it's my favorite because it's very, very aggressive. Is Sweatshop on this one? Sweatshop is on this one. That's my <laughs> favorite song. Distot song. Yeah. Um, uh, it is, it, the whole record is like that. Very, very loud, very clangy. Um, Distot's music, no matter what record you listen to, is very percussive. A mm-hmm. uh, lot of low end stuff, a lot of very fuzzy kind of sounds. Yeah, so turn that shit up. Turn mm-hmm. that shit way up. It sounds really good on a good sound system, cranked all the way. Yeah, oh, I should listen to them in my car tomorrow you should, morning. should, yeah. Um, way to start the day. Uh, yeah, they are. They are currently uh, very much on hold because of COVID, but mm-hmm. uh, very active in there because they've, they've gained such a following. I think probably because of the big song that everybody knows is Witch Doctor. Yeah, because that music video is great. I remember uh, I, I first became aware of them uh, because of a, a, a Reddit post on r slash WTF. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, where a guy was looking for Alvin and the Chipmunks Witch I Doctor to play for his like five year old daughter. Yeah. And uh, stumbled across to stop and said instead. And, is this? and everyone in the comments was like, Yo, this, this, is this fucking rules. This is really good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That song is about uh, like, if you really like look at the lyrics, it's about uh, 
witch doctor is meant to be like the the uh, the cure all kind of people who are selling manufactured cures for things on, yeah. the, on television. You know what I mean? Uh, they're like the, the you know. It's a comment on like commercialism and uh, yeah, yeah, like the goop people. Do Nonsense. You know what I mean? Yeah, distrust the white coats. Come and get, get your, your fix. fix. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. it's Open not the about mind. the numbers or what you feel is real. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Open the mind. Change the mind. Yeah. It's it's that kind of stuff. So like that's what the, most people know because that's the popular video and like mm-hmm. or yeah, I say popular in quotes because it's still like a very subgenre kind of thing. Yeah, uh, I don't but, think they're like super mainstream. But they no, have a following. But they do have a following. And you yeah. should you should dig into it a little bit. I think machinery is if you're into little heavier stuff, I think it's one of the more they're all accessible records. They're all, all their records are very accessible. Yeah. I think machinery is my favorite. So I'm gonna say listen to that one. Awesome. Um, and I'm gonna pass it off to Ben if he's got anything. Yeah, I have two. Mm. Um I just recently learned, as in yesterday. That 13 originally released for the PlayStation 2 is on Steam for like oh, three bucks. Yes. Um, they're remaking it. And you know what? No more cell shading. Yeah. Right. Everyone looks like a fucking Fortnite like a character. Normal person. Yeah. yeah. Actually, so, don't know what 13 is. So 13 super, was. Let's see if I can su- find the art style. Super underrated game for the PlayStation 2 uh, that uses like a, a like a cell shading sort of thing to make it look like a comic book. There was like a um, big sort of I, I don't know. I guess you could say like like a price starting with like maybe Jet Set Radio or something. Maybe uh, there was like a lot of cell shaded games. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. During but this like period of like the early two thousands. But it's it's important because it began its life as a comic, as a, like a graphic novel. Um, Jet Set pulled it off though, and, and yeah. then uh, this was thirteen. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, so anyway, the talk of the talk of the remake got me talking in a Discord about like uh, like man, I wish I could play it again. And someone said, you know, it's it's. It's five bucks on Steam, but it's on sale right now. So I, I went ahead and bought it and installed it yesterday. That's what is on Steam. Yeah. Okay. Um, nice. I had written PS2 and I'm uh, like, well, I don't have a PS2. 13 is deadly <laughs> is written as Roman numerals and X followed by three eyes. Okay. Um, it's it's like a conspiracy, almost like born identity, like a conspiracy thriller where you are you have lost your memory. Uh, the main character is voiced by David Duchovny, for instance. Interesting. Uh, there's a supporting character voiced by Adam fucking West. Um, <laughs> And uh, you're you're caught up in a in a conspiracy because apparently people seem to think that you assassinated the president of the United States. Okay, uh, and it just gets weirder from there. Interesting. Uh, it's such a cool fucking game, <laughs> and I I'm really excited to play it again because it's I was, five bucks. It's it's five bucks normally. It's on sale right now for like two dollars and change. I feel um, like I have to buy it for that, <laughs> dude. It's really fun. It's super fun. Um, yeah, it, it, it really apes this comic style. There's like, you know, sound effect onomatopoeia that, you know, comes up with certain actions that you do. Yeah. Uh, if you score a headshot on someone, it it does like a rapid three panel thing of like the person yes. getting like, oh, that's cool. Getting their, you know, the goon getting his, his head blasted off. Um, it's so cool. And and uh, I really highly recommend it if you if you enjoy uh, your single player first person shooter experiences. Plenty to collect to, uh, you know, plenty of exploration to, to be done. I think that. Um, and if you're if you're like me and you love conspiracy fiction yeah. and, and you're a fan of the like the born identity, that kind of movie, you'll really enjoy 13. 
Um, my other recommendation is something that uh, I talked to you guys about last night, and I kind of wish I hadn't because I it kind of spoiled it. Uh, but it's a game called Hot Lava. Mm, right. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, you, it's it's designed to be just such a nostalgia trip. the The idea is the floor is lava. Sure. If you've ever played any jump or surf maps in Counter Strike, mm-hmm. uh, it's a lot like that. Uh, you know, you have like this obstacle course challenge, uh, and, uh, lots of like swinging on ropes, jumping off platforms kind yeah. of stuff using like launch pads or, yeah. And you can build up speed, uh, by doing certain things as well. Is it kind uh, of like a wall runny mirrors edgy kind of element? Not or? really wall running. It, it's a bit like mirrors edge in that it's like a first person parkour kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, there, there's like if you do like turns in midair, if you like rotate and turn yourself in midair, that builds up speed and you can you can continuously build up speed and maintain it and go faster. OK, um, but there's all sorts of different challenges and objectives uh, to do for these courses that, you know, uh, make it make it all the more challenging. It's it's online by default. So you'll see other players um, uh it's apparently it had more on release, but uh, every once in a while you'll you know, you'll be in the same course with someone. Hmm. Uh, but it's it's perfectly fine as a single player experience. It's a, you know, it's got a lot of like Tony Hawk ish objectives, you know, you know, finish the course in this time, uh, find the hidden uh, uh, gold star. OK, um, you know, all sorts of all sorts of neat little side objectives that, you know, you collect all the letters can, of skate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you'll you, you'll play through the same course a few times just to try and get all of these challenges done. It's it's a lot of fun. You play as like an action figure, like these G.I. little G.I. Joe knockoffs. Huh. Um, and you can you know, you you'll unlock stuff for them to customize them. And, and uh, it's pretty fun. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's I've been having a lot of fun with it. I like the uh, idea. I, I always kind of like stuff like this. Yeah. Sort of obstacle coursey kind of things. Yeah, it's oh, it's really fun. Um, I will be right back. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> you have a second wreck there, David? I do. OK, let's I got I think I got one, too. By the way, I meant to I meant to mention this thought because most people probably don't speak Dutch. <laughs> it's spelled D-E-S-T-D-E space S-T-A-A-T. Right. So if you want to look up that record machinery. Yeah. This thought. I'm going to have to listen to the whole record. It's really like good. I, said, I, I know uh, I know Sweatshop, but I don't know yeah. it as a, that as an I'll album. I've been working all damn day. I do Sweatshop. <laughs> uh, so here's a recommendation. Um, I recently finished watching The West Wing. Yes. Now, which I've recommended before. As much as I love that show, that's not my recommendation. <gasps> uh, even though I would recommend it. Um, what happened after that is I decided to go back and watch something else. The with newsroom. Aaron Sorkin. It's the newsroom. Yes. I decided to watch the again. next logical step in the Sorkin verse. Right. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> which I had to look it up. I believe premiered in 2012. Yes. Um, I actually thought it was much earlier for some reason. No, it was 2012. Yeah, it was not that long ago. Um, so I only watched maybe five episodes of the show back, mm-hmm. you know, when I was watching it. And I started watching it recently with Christy and she had never seen it at all. And the both of us are really into it. We're very only, good. Only just a couple episodes in now. It's very good. Um, one of the things about it that is a little disheartening is like not shit has changed yeah. and everything feels like the same problem of like, you know, how does the media balance trying to do a good thing and be like a useful program and also being entertaining? And, right. you know, this is like, you know, the, divi- the the line between what is entertainment and what is informative 
has maybe never been blurrier. Right. Um, what is this uh, recommendation? The, the newsroom. newsroom. Oh, yeah, yeah. So everyone, I think, knows this show for one of the moments that happens in its premiere episode. Right at the uh-huh. beginning, yeah. Yeah. Which is the, you know, why is America the greatest country in the world? We're not! <laughs> when you say we're the greatest country in the world, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. about. Yeah, right. Yosemite? Yeah, right. <laughs> Jeff Daniels just fucking goes off. Yeah, yeah which is great. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and uh, another, I mean, that's another thing that hasn't changed. Is like we continue to lag behind the world in all these different ways. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's worse now. Um, yeah, I think he says something in that, in that monologue like, uh, you know what America leads in? The... The number of adults over 30 who are incarcerated, the number of adults who, who believe, believe in, in angels. angels. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it goes through all this stuff. Yeah. Really, really good. Uh, it's Sorkin. So anything Aaron Sorkin touches is. Yeah. You know. I mean, that's the thing is that's kind of why I picked it up as I was like, OK, really enjoyed watching the West Wing. Oh, yeah. Let's do some more Aaron Sorkin stuff. Yeah. Um, Jeff Daniels is great on it. Of um, course. Yeah. The woman that plays opposite him. I cannot think of her. I can't either. Name. I can see her face. Yeah. yeah. She's mm-hmm. incredible. Uh, basically, the the whole cast is very good, and the relationships on the show yeah. are all very good. The very dynamics good. between you know some of the you know the different characters are very uh, they're compelling. You really care about the characters. Well, they also the cool thing that that show did is that it followed new stories. Yeah, that were really happening. That were really happening. You know what I mean? And obviously, a couple months later, because they had to go through production, but like they were they were like. Episode one is BP Deepwater Horizon. Right, exactly. Like, you know. like it's a real like they followed news stories that actually happened in the real world. Uh, you yeah. know, as though this network was pushing the stories out. And in a way, it's sort of like a way of reflecting on the media, not exactly in real time, but just sort of like, okay, how would a different newsroom maybe like like how would someone approach this subject? Yeah, what matters to a newsroom? What should matter to a newsroom? How does a newsroom like, you know, consider the needs of its audience and address them? Yeah, there's several highlight moments that I can think of that like there's one episode where he's talking with a uh, like a, a, a black campaign official for Rick Santorum's bid for president. Oh, really? Did you get that far? <laughs> no, yet? I didn't. There's uh, I'm not going to spoil anything, but he's speaking to someone who's a like a black conservative who's campaigning for Rick Santorum. Mm-hmm. And he starts this really aggressive line of questioning that's like. Uh, does Senator Santorum believe that, y- you know, you are an equal to him because you're uh, a gay black man? Oh, uh, wow. Yeah. And it's like it's <laughs> like this very it's like, like really asking him the question that probably nobody else would directly right. ask. And then it's this great point counterpoint that you get. And I think it's like this one part where Jeff Daniels kind of gets beat by his opposition, but he keeps doubling down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh, God, there's another point that I'm thinking of that's, like, particularly good. Oh, there's the the one where at the RNC where they, uh, they had a gay soldier on who uh, asked Governor Romney a question during the campaign. Oh, okay. And got booed by the RNC, like, like asking his question over live stream. Did that really happen? <laughs> that really happened. That was a real thing uh, that you can look up. Uh, wow. Some, uh, a sergeant in the United States Army asked a question to the RNC. Or to, to the Republican candidates during the debate. Yeah. Uh, and then got booed by everybody in the debate room. And I think Jeff Daniels says something like, what you just heard is a uh, room full of, uh, uh, you know, uh, people at the Republican debate um, who, who he said a room full of uh, people booing a, an active duty combat soldier 
in a room full of, uh, you know, Republicans at the debate. Surely they'll all be in hell soon. <laughs> you know I, mean? um, yeah. I think Jeff Daniels character on the show. If I, it's been a while since I watched it, but he leans pretty conservative, right? Like if, that's the thing is that he it's established that he keeps his politics personal. Yeah. It's also revealed more or less that he's a pretty, pretty conservative soon. guy. He's a conservative guy, yeah. But oddly, now it doesn't feel that way. No, it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Probably because Sorkin isn't conservative. Exactly. Pretty obviously. He kind of kind of writes a conservative like a liberal somehow. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, watch the newsroom. It's on HBO. There's three seasons of it, and uh, I'm going to be watching them. Yes. It's a good one. I, I have one more briefly. I'm going to I'm going to uh, get this done with so we can uh, wrap mm. this podcast up and I can get some Wendy's. Um, <laughs> I want to recommend a movie. Uh, it's a movie that came back, came out back in 06 with a very, very like surprisingly strong cast uh, called uh, Little Miss Sunshine. Oh, I yeah, love yeah. that movie, which cracks my top 10 favorite movies of all time. It's so fucking it funny. It is so funny. And so there's so it's a movie with more heart than I can remember any other movie like Juno and Little Miss Sunshine. Yeah, it was like that mm-hmm. section that, of Wes movie. Anderson. It's not, is it? No, no. It's like it's this very indie. OK, so the people that directed this movie. Uh, it's a husband and wife, if I remember correctly. They're also the people who produced the decline of Western civilization. Shame um, on them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, both what, of them. Barack and Michelle Obama. It's <laughs> <laughs> good. Um, no, it, it came out in that subsect of movies where it was like these these very like heartful slice of life kind of stories. Yeah. Um, Juno was like the next big one that came out. It's kind of funny because there was an indie boom. There was an indie boom. Yeah. You know, I don't know if it coincided with the availability of more equipment, more cheap. Might have been. Yeah. But we've been riding that wave ever since. Yeah. Um, but there was like a there was like a definite time when like all of a sudden a DSLR camera. Yeah. That you could like shoot a whole movie on suddenly became very yeah. affordable. to yeah. people. And then that movement ended up in the greasy strangler. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll let you decide whether it was for the good of humankind right. or not. Um, Absolutely. Uh, the one thing I will say about <laughs> so the, the plot of this movie is basically it's it's it this follows this highly dysfunctional family, mm-hmm. uh, almost almost like cartoonishly so dysfunctional. Yeah. But it rides that line where they're not like so unbelievable that it takes you out of the movie. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just cartoony enough that it's really funny. It works to great comedic effect. Every character is so completely distinct from the other that it just works. They're trying um, to get their the. The young daughter, seven-year-old child beauty pageant. Right, she she's she basically won a local. Uh, she won by she was came in second place, but the the uh, original winner was disqualified. Jokingly, they I didn't catch this the first couple, several times I watched this, but I just caught it today. The original winner was disqualified for diet pills. She's seven years old. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I caught that. I was like, oh, my God, that's such a fucking good joke. I don't remember that detail. That's um, really funny. But so she wins and she gets a, a bid to go to uh, to drive. They live in Arizona. They have to drive to California for the Little Miss Sunshine, which is like the West Coast gigantic pageant, basically, for all the winners on the West Coast. Does she have a routine where she's, like, dressed up like a bee? She does, Well, she did, not a bee. She she just... It's my favorite use of uh, Rick James' super freak in any film uh, ever. She basically... 
censor that when we do the thing so I don't spoil this movie. Yeah, let me just put a little timestamp on so we don't ruin this movie. Did you just fart or was that the chair? It was the chair, unfortunately. When it's a fart, you'll know. Okay. You will feel it. But no, it's basically, it's basically, you know, this family deciding that they're going to take this time to get their little girl Olive to this pageant because it's something that she really, really wants. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the cast of characters in this movie is incredible. There's the uh, heroin-addicted grandfather uh, <laughs> who basically is her, like, trains her to do this and, like, no, this is your routine. You're going to kill it. You're going to be great. Yeah. There's the father who's working on his nine-step program that's going to make him rich and famous, but he can't get it off the ground. Okay, uh, yeah. Played really well by Greg Kinnear. Uh, Tony Collette plays the mother who is just like this poor, you know, lower. She's always great. She's always great in everything <laughs> she's in. Um, you know, lower middle class uh, mom just trying to hold the family together. A very young Paul Dano plays the uh, yeah uh, plays the older brother to uh, all of Al- Abigail Breslin and her uh, Breslin in her breakout role as mm-hmm. all of uh, Paul Dano plays her older brother who's taken a vow of silence um, <laughs> until he meets his goal of becoming a uh, fighter pilot for the Air Force. And uh, Steve Carell, who plays the uh, uh, the brother to the, the the mom's brother, basically, who at the onset of this movie has attempted suicide unsuccessfully and uh, is, you know, because he can't be he can't stay at the hospital under observation because of insurance. The mom brings him into the fa- into the house basically to watch him and make sure he doesn't kill himself again. Yeah, uh, and he's recently come out. Yeah, he's really, recall, yeah, yeah he's gay. He's he's re, you know he's re, you know recently come out and it's this it's this this interpersonal family dynamic that is so unique and so strangely diverse through the entire film. Gives a writer a lot to work with. Gives a, uh-huh. the writers a ton to work with. And you yeah. get to watch how these characters kind of change and evolve through the movie. And even the ones you don't like at the beginning, you end up liking by the end because it, yeah. the movie's got so much heart to mm-hmm. it. Um, Paul Dano's character, especially. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's a couple scenes in this movie that are g- genuinely touching, um, mm. just genuinely touching, uh, particularly the scenes where uh, Abigail Breslin, who was at the time, she was 13 years old. <laughs> uh, during this movie, she was the youngest uh, actress, youngest person ever to be nominated for an Academy Award wow. uh, for Best Actress. And she really did an incredible job she did. in this movie. Uh, she just absolutely nailed it. And there's several scenes where she gets to shine and show that off. Um, if you're looking for most of the movies I think I recommend on here don't have happy endings. Yeah. This is not that movie. This is a movie that's got a ton of heart and it yeah. feels good to watch all the way throughout the whole thing. And it, man, I remember seeing it with my mom and, yeah. and, and she loved it. It's such a great <laughs> it's it's a real feel good movie. And it's I think it's kind of the kind of film that uh, we all need kind of right now. Yeah, we need some catharsis from the last, you know, yeah, feels good to Several feel good months. things. It does. Yeah, and uh, feel good. Feels good. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, Little Miss Sunshine. It's kind of one of those movies that got a ton of hype at the beginning, but it's sort of forgotten now because it's. I think that's true. Probably fifteen years old. At I can't this remember point. the last time wow, someone mentioned yeah. it. Um, you should watch it. It's a uh, it's a really good movie, and I strongly strongly recommend it. Cracks my top ten favorite movies ever. Really worth a watch. It's pretty big. Yeah. As a movie nerd, <laughs> I would say it's pretty. It's pretty, pretty, <laughs> pretty, pretty good. Pretty. 
Well, what uh, what if anything did we learn? I learned things. Yes, <laughs> I learned uh, Reggie's uh, smiling, so you know that he's here to actually protect us. That's right. Yeah, Thank I, you, I, I put down if the machine is smiling, that means it's safe. <laughs> <laughs> Right, because no dangerous machinery ever has a big smile. That's right. That's right. Uh, I learned, obviously, that Alex Trebek fingered Ken Jennings. Of course. Yeah, I got the the jump on him. See, I got this backwards because I I think I initially wrote that Ken Jennings fingered Alex Trebek. (laughs) There's no reason they can't do it at the same time. They could both finger. Well, yeah. yeah. If I know anything from the three months that I had Pornhub Premium for free, <laughs> it's that you can you can finger each other at the same time. Two people are perfectly capable. Right. Capable. Two people. And the thing is, back in the day, we didn't know that. But you could, you know, you could now, you could, you could finger two. You, times have changed. Times have changed. You can finger each other. You figure each other at the same time. It's not an issue. It's not an issue. It's not an issue. People's fingers are doing things they never did back in the you 1950s. Never, you never imagined it. And I remember I, you know, I was there with, with my, with my father. And my father said, you know, Joe, you can, you can finger each other at the same time. It's not a problem. <laughs> the, the the official porno release of this is is going to be what is mutual stimulation. <laughs> uh, uh, that's good. Um, getting better, getting better in the Biden. Yeah, impression. we're working I, on it. Working on I it. wrote down that Dave is a scientist, but I can't remember why. Because of Reggie. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, yeah, of course. <laughs> that's right. Because of the machine I built that's going to save us all. I wrote uh, Catch Jesus on Facebook this Sunday at 9. <laughs> Wait, Catch Jesus? Yeah, what? Catch Jesus on Facebook. You can watch him live streaming <laughs> this Sunday at 9. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. going to be playing Apex Legends. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for subbing. Uh, I learned that Charlie Sheen is truly an oh, awful yeah, piece of shit. Yeah, horrible. I didn't realize how bad it was. What a, what yeah, a fucking neither. awful response. Someone catches you watching Kitty Porn, you're like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> yourself yeah. that's like a piece dark, of shit that's a darkness of spirit i can't imagine yeah, yeah. um i wrote winning that, i learned that dave is overdue for a legendary pants shredding ass blasting <laughs> fart yes you're the only one without a hall of fame fart. legendary hey legendary. I'm tell, i'll promise i'll bank one up and, legend wait for it and uh uh <laughs> the last thing i wrote is that joe biden amputated his hand with his ass yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even gonna do it. Not Back in my day, you couldn't express you couldn't express yourself with another man. You know, you had to <laughs> you had to hide it. And I remember, <laughs> you had to have fun, clever ways to <laughs> talk in code. Yeah, <laughs> maybe maybe you sit on your hand a while it falls off. Maybe you give it to him as a present. <laughs> so a guy that you love. Yeah, him. you tap your foot in the bathroom stall next to somebody. Try and get him to show up later. <laughs> Maybe he drops your candy bar. You take it. Maybe you have a bite. Yeah. Don't you care about each other? Yeah. This is America. This is Am- Snickers satisfies, as they say. <laughs> That's a whole ball of wax right there. I believe it in America that can come back where it's two wrong. men can exchange a candy bar between a bathroom stall. Yeah. It lands it's on the good. floor. It's, what we, it's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. <laughs> Getting better. Uh, working on it. Uh, I learned that there are simple pleasures in watching dictators swing. There are. Uh-huh. I agree. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think I think we got everything. Unless you have more. You have one more? One more. George W. Bush believes we can live with the fish. Yep. Yes. <laughs> he sure does. And you know Peacefully. what? He also believes OBGYNs can <laughs> practice their love with women. Practice their love. <laughs> on a cold surgical yeah. table. <laughs> they, oh, he had another really good one that was in like, a shitty room in a strip mall with fluorescent <laughs> lighting. He, he, well, it, you can't fool me again. You can't fool me. It was one that he was like, uh, the, the, the terrorists have a great resolve, and so do we. 
And they, they never think about ways to stop hurting and destroying this country. And neither do we. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a fantastic oh, gaffe God, that is. What a great, what a great one. We got Joe Biden. We're going to have some great gaffes. Dude, it's going to be. The Onion is already oh, gearing up, yeah. I'm sure of the it. The era of gaffes. Rarely is the question asked. Is our children, children learning? learning? There's a reason for that, George. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a very presidential heavy episode. It, was it ever going to be anything else? Though? No, it really wasn't. That's why we didn't have a host with like a real topic. We just kind of like we yeah. just knew we couldn't talk about anything but the world as it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it made sense to not do anything like a specific this time. But hey, mm-hmm. the next time you join us, uh, technically, unless we decide we want to have a guest on, uh, which we might, because I think we kind of yes, actually, it's worth it's worth noting because um, you know we sort of snubbed Dan for this episode. I, I know he expressed an interest on, being, but it was a soft snub. But it was a soft snub because <laughs> like, it was a next time snub. Yeah, right. we, we want to have him back on as a guest. I, I know he expressed an interest on being on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, said, he says he's going to have a lot of recommendations. Yes, we, we want we want we want to have him on the show, but I, we, I think we all kind of felt it was important, like for the first episode that we came back for a while, for it to be yeah just us because I think partially boot little person like for personal reasons too. It's it's good to get together in a room and just have it be like the three of us doing our thing again. We started um, doing this thing three or no, four, God, it's been four four, four years. Longer, right? Yeah, well, because we were doing the YouTube stuff before that, so... I mean, we started doing this so long ago, and it was just meant to be a goofball kind of thing. Yeah. The idea that people would want to come and join us seemed foreign. It's insane. Or that anyone would want to (laughs) listen. And I think over the last few months, the more times I heard someone say, hey, when are you going to do an episode? Yeah, right. And Mm -hmm. I kind of was like, you know what? Yeah, when are we? Yeah, When are we? This is something that, like... Really means something to us. I know. This I fucking gnat. The, the last episode, you talked about the gnats, <laughs> and it's like, I just saw it. I'm like, yep. oh, fuck. Uh, so Let's I just, it feels good to be able to say tonight, that's when we do it. That's when we're doing it. Yeah. Yes. And it's out. We got this one out in the ether, so we could maybe like get on with the fucking thing now. And yep. <laughs> I look forward to having Dan on next time. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dan, mm-hmm. if you're listening, we're sorry we we soft snubbed you, but uh, we promise we'll but, have you uh, on. you know, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Uh, yeah also, shit. you better you better bring some more of that movie game that you nicked from that other yes, podcast. Yeah. You prepare. Uh, I bet he has. I think he might have even said something about it. Yeah. <laughs> but I bet he's got some prep some, some stuff for us. God yeah. damn it. Yeah. You, you better bring that game because that's fun as fuck. We didn't play a game tonight, so we got to get some uh, extra game right. time in. Uh, well, dudes, congratulations on the first podcast in three months. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks out there if you're listening. Uh, we missed uh, providing this for you we as really much did, as, yeah. as some of you have said you yeah. missed listening to it. So we'll be back soon. Yes. Uh, oh, my dogs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We love you guys. I don't have any. I don't have any like dumb jokes to yeah, throw exactly. at the end of this. I, so it's like it's just nice to yeah, be me doing either. this. Yeah, uh, Fuck Donald Trump. Yeah. Right. Good riddance. The filthy bastard. I yeah. hope he fries. I hope he fries. <laughs> <laughs> and fry he may. All right. See you next time, guys. Thank you. Yep. Bye. Bye.